Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner and I'm here with James Farley. Hello. Matt Murray. Hello. And Sean Bell. Hello. We're going to start the show by thanking our Full Nels crew. They are the Patreon producers for this month and they are the bloody best. They are Aaron Patrick, Simon Nelson, Tom S, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Richard Sawyer, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gazman, Gabby Pereira, Graham McKay, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Man. They are the Full Nails crew. Come on. We how, love many, them. <laughs> how many weeks have we got before that gets old, do you think? <laughs> I'm sure. never, I mean, years. Never. I'm yeah. thinking years. <laughs> Um, if you would like to support us on what we do, if you enjoy the show and want to say thanks, please go to patreon.com forward slash TCGS. You can thank us on there by subscribing to us on Patreon. And, um, you know what, you know, even though you're saying thanks and we should really just go oh, oh cheers. I appreciate that. Yeah. We don't do that. We also give you extra content for saying thank you. How's that? We're just, we're just so great. Aren't we? Yeah. Hey? Hey? Yeah. You ever thought of it like that? You ever thought about it like that? Yeah. Since mm. when have you gone to someone, they've done you a favour and you've gone thank you and they've gone, well, here's another favour, mate, for saying thank you. Think about that. We are basically Jesus. They should actually pay um, us. They should, so they should pay us once to say thanks and then we give them the stuff and then they should probably pay us again, I think. I think that's how it works. Well, uh, yeah, well, it's just keeps time. going up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just <laughs> yeah, have a yeah. more. We like give, oh, there's another bonus show. Well, there's another fiver then. And it just keeps going <laughs> back and forth until the end of time. It's so weird just driving around in brand new sports cars. Yeah, yeah. It's, and they've got 40,000 hours worth of content yeah, to listen ca- to. Capitalism 101, mate. It's yeah, but could you imagine stuff. that? Like, after we've received, like, a few grand, do yeah. we, did the podcast now go... Um. Uh. Did you? What sweets did you like when you were a kid? You, have we done that? No, we did that. We did that. Uh, what should we do? Should we? Do you want to read through the dictionary? <laughs> I mean, toys, toys, toys from, from the eighties. Toys from the eighties. Yeah, we did. No, we I did mean, that. Like, that we're free. We're thinking of doing toys from the eighties as a talk's over. So don't don't oh, present oh, yeah. that as if it's like a shit Damn bottom it, of the we? barrel idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we? I'm not. This is the first I've heard of that. Well, no, we talked right. about doing the Argos catalog thing, didn't we? Oh, that would be pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. um, imagine that. Imagine that. Okay. This month, uh, we're going to be looking through the Argos catalogue. <laughs> no, that does sound... Maybe we should steer away from that, because that does sound like... Um, no, I think it'd be good, as long as, it doesn't just, as long as it doesn't just go into like, oh, do you remember this? Oh, look, there's a Transformer. <laughs> that, no, I've, what else I've got, is it I've got a lot to say be. about page 287. So, you know, we can... <laughs> yeah. I remember this. Well, save that, I also remember save this. that. Save that for the end. Don't give all your tricks away, James. Right. I had a very exciting week this week oh, yeah. because, you know, well, I got vaccinated. Yeah, that's 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 oh, yeah, great. Sure. And then, you know, the, the whole unlocking, you know, the easing of uh, restrictions mm. meant that my buddy James Farley could visit. I was so <laughs> excited. I mean, completely ruined. The evening was completely ruined by a little monster that decided that that was the night he was just going to try and really push it with going to bed. Are we talking I mean, about James's... Oh, okay, right, sorry. <laughs> no, no, it was Charlie. <laughs> okay. um, so that was that was a bit awkward. For two hours, James was just sitting in my front room, just going, doo-ba-doo, like, <laughs> waiting for me to come out of the kids' bedroom. It was quite annoying, but um, we had a cracking night, didn't we, James? We did, We watched yeah. 
Battle Star Wars. <laughs> there, might, there might be a new series. Have you not heard of this, Sean? No, what is it? Is this a fan oh, thing? No. It's a, no, it's a okay. film that came out last year. Right. The full thing is on YouTube. Yeah. And, um, oh, it must be good then. Yeah. It's a complete, you know, it's trying to be Star Wars, but obviously on the smallest oh, right, so budget not, I think okay. I've seen. So it's, no, right, yeah, so it's, it's not related I mean, to Star Wars at all. Okay. They've no no relation at all, but they've got mm-hmm. like three sets basically, for, like, the whole thing. And you're not <laughs> yeah, ever clear yeah, yeah. where they are and why they're there either, which is quite amazing. <laughs> yeah, and one of the hero characters, what is he walking around with, James? Uh, oh, yeah, he's walking around with a, with a halo, you know, with a, what's called, an elite sword, like, the whole time. They <laughs> <laughs> literally just bought okay. an elite sword replica thing, and oh he's walking around God. with it. That's, that's his weapon, and it was yeah. about what, what? What did they call the um, the empire in it? I can't remember the coalition. Is the coalition, the coalition yeah, versus the rebels? Was it? I yeah, can't remember. Yeah, yeah. But you know, and we're sitting there and we're watching it and we're just going. I mean, the acting's terrible. The, the you know the script is nonsensical. I mean, even more <laughs> so than Star Wars. And um, we're sitting there. We're going. Oh, yeah. Do you do you reckon who made this film? Because these all look like porn star actors, right? <laughs> like, like porn actors. I'm pretty sure they're all adult film actors. And mm-hmm. um, we looked up at the history of the, uh, the the company that made the film, and yeah, they uh, they have released uh, softcore porn. It's, in it's, the all, last. it's all softcore porn, yeah, mostly. <laughs> and when you it's look at, when you look into the um, when you look into the cast themselves, a few of them have appeared in them, so it's it <laughs> like we weren't that far off. <laughs> well, where do I recognise that person from? From. It's like, was it BBC? Was it BBC drama? No, was it? Uh, it wasn't I mean, the, the acting oh, was, was oh god, absolutely okay. appalling. I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna have to Google it. I'm gonna have to. Oh, oh no, actually, actually, I, I don't, I don't recognise that person at all. Good, let's move James on. was like every, every like every scene. James was like, I'm kind of half expecting to them to. Uh, yeah, I know, James. I know. Same here. But let's just try and forget that. Um, and and what was what was the other funny thing? The what was the guy's name? The actor's name we looked up. James. Oh, Canyon Prince. Canyon Prince was yeah. one of the actors, right? Mm-hmm. And imagine if I, 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 I honestly, I thought I was going to die. So yeah. we looked him up. We googled him, and um, it, like, like, no, we googled the cast, and Canyon Prince was up there. I, I pressed him his thing, and I thought, is that the right character? Are we talking about the right actor. So I went to the image search. I went to image search, and clearly there's a shrub called Canyon Prince because it was just pages and pages of bushes. And I said to him, could you imagine being an actor and like being so like unknown that when you click the image search, it's just pictures of grass <laughs> instead of you. Like it, it's it was it was a very good night. I'm mean, so glad was, to come over, James. My other bit that I really loved with it was they did this whole bit that was like the Princess Leia thing with like the hologram. Which was like they had this like hologram of this woman like you know like talking, and then what they did was they shifted the camera angle so that you could see like the the characters like standing facing you. But then obviously when they filmed the hologram bit, they hadn't filmed her from behind. So what they did was they just (laughs) rotated it so that she was there like facing you as well. And you're thinking at one point she's facing the camera, and other points she's facing the character. It made absolutely no sense whatsoever, but just looked so funny. It's just you got to see it. It's, mm. Yeah, got to watch it. it. Sounds it's on nice. YouTube. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's enough about our weekend. Should we get to feedback, Matt? Uh, yes, let's. We're going to start with Knobsock, uh, one of my favourite <laughs> okay. uh, listeners. Sounds like a nice guy. What's he got to say? Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. I thought you were going to uh, say one podcast, of my favourite socks. Your podcast <laughs> is so 
I mean, we'll, we'll leave it out. I'm sure that's probably positive. Ne- next bit of it, I know. Your podcast is <laughs> so dull. Oh, no. Oh, what? I stopped listening a year ago. He's still contacting us. All <laughs> but that's not true, because we didn't... Yeah. yeah. We didn't have a feedback uh, form. I stopped listening yeah. a year ago. haven't listened since day one. I can't believe so many people pay you money for this toss every month. <laughs> Most of the show is news, which no one gives a crap about, and hey. questions, questions from the listeners. No more content <laughs> at all. Joypod is far superior. I'm not an egg. Amazing. Right, okay. I mean, I would I would suggest this. Like, I, I always try and think of the person writing it, right? <laughs> and uh, let me just give a bit of advice, yeah? If you don't like something, I, like, we don't care. And <laughs> I, you don't need to tell us. You could just stop listening, mate. We don't... It's not like we're sitting there going, oh, I wonder what, wonder what they think of it. You know, it doesn't bother us at all. Oh, no, do you not sit there thinking, what does Knobsock think of this? You don't do that. <laughs> no, I'm not. Like... You don't need to tell us that you don't like the show. It's fine. You can just keep that to yourself and go and find another podcast and listen to that. And I'm sure you'd love it and have a great time. We don't need to hear this. You don't need to tell us. It's fine. We're not going to change anything. It, yes, it's a dull show, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, guilty. We don't care about that. But it's right. our dull show. It's fine. Yeah. yeah Some people like not. that about it. All right. <laughs> Nobsock's definitely listening. Yeah, Definitely. yeah, yeah. Not Can't we do like James's hate seller? You know, let, let, let's <laughs> yeah. do someone bring back some yeah, of the bring that back. That's, yeah, it, yeah. that's not- every every episode, isn't it? Basically, whatever yeah, I'm playing, it is, it's just it every is. every day of your waking life, isn't it? It's just pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <It's> certain- <laughs> Look, Nobsock, I know you're listening to this, and I'm t- talking to you directly now, right? You don't need to get into contact. Go and listen to someone else. Turn this off. Go and find another podcast. I'm sure there's plenty out there that you enjoy, right? And also, don't pretend that you haven't listened over a over a year <laughs> because we know you have. We know you have, and we know you're listening now. So, all right? Do you think maybe, no, maybe he stopped listening, right? And then he was like, right, I'm going to set a calendar market. If I'm still angry about this in 12 <laughs> months' time, I'm going to fucking tell him. I'm tell him what I think. Yeah. <laughs> What was going on a year ago? That was like the start of the pandemic. So you didn't even cut us some slack. Yeah, like, didn't Jesus think, Christ. Oh, it, uh, there's barely anything going out, and these guys are probably going through hell with their families and stuff. That's my maybe why it's got a bit dull. Like, <laughs> did that not cross your mind a year ago? See, I, that? I also dispute that because in the last year, we've had the whole Anthem and Stadia saga. And that's been... No, God, no yeah. actually, you're doing what? us no favours there, James. You yeah. are doing us no <laughs> favours there, mate. It's a great year for you, news. You're making it worse, if anything. I mean, um, James, Nobsock clearly says most of the show is news. So I'm putting it down to you. What, what oh, hang, you on, yeah. hang on a minute. What if James sent this in to then be like, oh, yeah, we should, we should, just, we should shorten the news. We should get rid of it, really. We you're just, absolutely right. I mean, this is what it is, isn't two, it? Two stories max, I think, is the thing. <laughs> Because he didn't do the news on Joypod either, and he said he liked it on Joypod. Mm, he liked Joypod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, Nobsock is an anagram of James Farley. <laughs> oh, my God. I've cracked Fuck it. Fuck it out. James. Got him. James. Damn. Bust, busted. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have the next bit of feedback. They love it, though, Doug. Right, this next um, one loves it, right? Hakon Lingstad. How about Xmas? Surely you pronounce that as Crossmas, not Xmas. Good point. Good Ooh. point. Ooh. What is... I always forget the origin of Xmas. Wasn't it like a... No, hold on. No, wait. That's not right. Because X is a letter. Yeah. Yeah, but it's... it's but it's about the pa- Obviously, it's, a, it's about a pad. What? 
Yeah. It's the, the pad stuff. I know. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. know. We're aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the, the argument was we call it a cross on the PlayStation pad because it's a symbol, not a letter. Yeah. Xmas, the the X is a letter. Yeah, it's I, not a... Is it? I, I can't remember what the origin of, of Xmas is. Isn't it people well, not wanting... What else want, is it going to be? You write it. People not wanting to say Christ. For whatever reason, no, might, that's not the. I no, it might be not. something like that because I, I remember think having, it is. You know, yeah. Well, you wouldn't say Christmas then, would you? Because that will. sounds like Maybe you're I will just now. Like, <laughs> 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 because that means it's like no, we don't want anything Christian Christian in Christmas. Let's call it Christmas. Yeah, it sounds like a good idea. I can't think of why that would be weird. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, okay, yeah. Oh, no, I'm not, not no, really sorry, on board right? So. Yeah, so Xmas originated as a handwriting abbreviation for the typical pronunciation Christmas. The X comes from the Greek letter chi or chi, which is the first letter of the Greek word Christos, which became Christ in English. So there you go. Nobsox says, your podcast is so dull. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm with Nobsox now. Several thousand people just learned something. Yeah, that's, that's good stuff. That's knowledge. I don't think they did. Knob <laughs> you can't just turn around and go, well, you learned something. Yeah, but it was fucking boring. I just, I just <laughs> read something out from Wikipedia. That's amazing content. <laughs> right, Ian Gordon Collins. Some feedback regarding scooters. Several years right. ago, when my youngest was starting in junior school, he used to love to take his scooter. As the school was only about half a mile away, this wasn't a problem. I can't remember if this was a thing in the media at the time, but I became aware of adult-sized scooters and wanted one. The best way to manage this was to persuade my wife that she could find it really useful nipping to school and back, which was downhill. Suffice to say that when we got one, and my wife rarely used it, I loved the few occasions I got to accompany my son to school and then whizzed down the road on the way home, but I sort of lost enthusiasm after getting various hand gestures from a van full of builders (laughs) who were queuing in traffic. (laughs) I do miss a scooter and regret not getting... Um, out on it more so my message to Matt is go for it for reference I was in my late 40s at a time and clearly didn't know any better (laughs) always the problem with the scooters with this though is that if you like I my son did that a couple of times but then you've got to carry it back home haven't you yeah I hate that carrying it around and shit it's even worse when it's a bike (laughs) try scooting to school with your son and then you have to scoot back whilst also holding his scooter yeah how's that going to work a lot of fun yeah. Why don't you just do one on each foot? <laughs> That's true. Just yeah, do yeah, both yeah. of them. Just That'd be, quality. That'd yeah, be yeah, good. Yeah. That's yeah. that goes from oh look, there's a middle aged man on a scooter to look at that dude. Yeah, like that. Well, that that cool instantly that'd changes. That'd be fine it. if the way back was downhill, and that'd be quite funny. Yeah. I'd imagine <laughs> some off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or if there's like a downhill and then directly uh, like next there's an uphill, so you're just like going just yeah. slowly and then rotating a back and forth. Well, if you take <laughs> well, you take a kite with you, send that up, and then the yes, like yeah. If the wind is in the right direction, sure. It if it's not, be. you're fucked. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've only got one scooter memory from when I was a kid because mm. you know we had. I had a scooter when I was a kid, and it was whenever I was out playing, like, like riding around in it or whatever. There was an old dude sitting in his front garden down like one of the local roads. Whenever he saw me in it, he'd say the same thing: "You'll end up with one leg shorter than the other." And I, I, my first response was, <laughs> yeah. And then when he said it like the next day, I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then it, then the next time it was like, uh, would I? And then the next time it was like, all right, mate. <laughs> well, you've said that to me eight times. Like, please stop. Please stop talking to me. I will call the police. Yeah. 
weird. Uh, I remember but like, Dave, do you want to tell everyone your secret now? I have got one leg shorter than go. the other. It's absolutely yeah, horrific. He was I, not I keep walking around in circles. Um, Matt, okay, how, cool. how is Next. the rollerblade research going? Uh, I haven't uh, I haven't looked since I last looked, which was before our that. stream. Um, is that because so, of us? Yeah, I mean, J- J- although James did encourage me, yeah, uh, yeah I haven't. <laughs> yeah, no, but you know, James, you know why James is encouraging you. No, no, no. no. He said he said it's the same know, reason why friend, he wants a Jaguar. Like, you know what I mean? He, he just he loves that stuff. He can't wait to laugh at you about it. Don't fall into his trap, Matt. You're better than that. Yeah, no, I haven't haven't looked into it since. Um, Good. Maybe something for the future. Uh, okay, the am- the amiable guinea pig. Read the next GTA setting. While a return to Vice City is always welcome, I wish Rockstar would choose a unique setting like Montreal during the 1970s. It was the epicenter of the hottest disco and complex political upheaval. Matt has a point about Rockstar falling into a predictable pattern and this will have a great chance to break out of that rut with something unexpected. Um... On an unrelated note, the B the B design of the chain chomp could work for the Nintendo sex toy lineup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unnecessary in there, yeah. but the, yeah, no, I think no, no. I, I think he's right though in the sense that I think that they I would like it if they did some other cities and some other uh, time periods as well settings. Yeah, like, but what time periods? They've got to be except there's not many. Like, could you imagine Croydon in the early two thousands and it's just UK garage and. <laughs> You know, shit clothes. No, but like if you think, the, if you think you know, about the US, you've got like a whole like hundred years of like really interesting history that you could dig into. Well, they, yeah, but they've they've done two yeah. games set a <laughs> hundred years ago, haven't they? Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like you've got you've had like Red Dead, which was you know from that era. You could have like 1950s America. There's it's all sorts of stuff you could do with this. It'd be fascinating. What would you do in 1950s? No, I mean you could do. I mean later on you could do like civil rights era and stuff like that. That could be really interesting because yeah. like you know because all the yeah or if you did like what's it did <clears throat> Mafia two or three or whatever the Mafia games did the fifties didn't they on the forties or some shit I can't remember. <laughs> Sorry, let's move on. <laughs> I was trying to make a point and then I, I was just going to say like no if, time. So if you did like yeah like the same time period as like Red Dead Redemption but in you know New York or something. Um, would be really interesting because it's like same time period but just like a completely different life yeah. you know there's, there's uh, tons okay. there's absolutely tons I don't I don't mm. I'm not very excited about them going back to like Vice City and doing that again because yeah. it just feels like we've done that so many times but then also mm. like other yeah, games always on, pick Rockstar, up on the they, 80s stuff there's so many time periods like 1951 1952 you got 1953 and 4 <laughs> You got 1955. <laughs> they, should, you know, they should do. They should do the early 1900s New York thing, but like, but the like the quote unquote satire is just all exactly the same. So you see, like you're walking around and there's still like a bar called Jizzy Jim's and stuff, and it's just all <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> it's it's funny. Funny. you've got like, you've got, you've got, like the whole Cold War period that you could play with with that, yeah, yeah. which could be all absolutely right, James, fascinating. Yeah, you know history. Well done, you. <laughs> is this is you try to. F- this is such a weird flex. Trying to do something interesting. Yeah. You know, just make it something a bit interesting rather than just always the same stuff. I don't know. Oh, man, the games are good. Stop it. Uh, they're doing all right. To go like a totally different uh, time period, um, do you think that that would affect GTA Online in any way? I know GTA Online is now going to be a standalone thing, so maybe it can be so mm. separate that when there's a new GTA and people are thinking, oh, hell, maybe the new GTA Online... Like you know, and they might have like fixed some of the networking things, or they've re- rebuilt it, so it doesn't require, you know, they can fix all the UI. It could be like a reset for GTA Online. Well, I wonder if that's what they do. The next gen updates 
probably going to be, isn't it? I think like no, th- you- yeah, because this is this is all off. I'm assuming off of the back of the announcement that they're um, doing the next gen at the end of the year, right? Yeah, yeah. And that sort of made me think. Well, actually, then they're not going to announce the next GTA before that launches, are they? Yeah, no, probably not. Very unlikely. Because it'll take the yeah take the shine off it somewhat. I mean, that's the thing with a yeah like a period GTA is that are people going to be as fussed about the online component? Because the whole point of GTA Online is that because it's just like modern day, they can sort of essentially do what they want with it. Like yeah, fuck it, there's flying cars in it, there's submarines. Who gives a shit? Whereas if it's set in the early 1900s or, or whatever, you're already limiting yourself in terms of the weird stuff you can do. And we've seen that like people are weird about that because Red Dead Online hasn't taken yeah. off to anywhere near the same degree. Yeah, that, and it's not, it's not that even not... that it's worse, it just doesn't have that sort of infinite potential, you know? Yeah, if they if they are going to launch a new GTA Online, they can't put it in a time period. Yeah. Because the, the, it fractures the audience. There's some people that will instantly mm. not like that and go back to GTA 5 Online or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, and I think that is not what they want. So maybe that's the way they do it. They release a single-player game and then just add a ton of content into the original um, GTA. It Maybe open up a new city or something. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. And yeah, so I, from- I, we've talked in the past. Amazing Red Dead went, did you we? know, the serious drama through, or, you know, it, it, serious story, kind of like we did Red Dead 2. But I guess, yeah, that, that would be just the serious stuff and then they can keep doing all the kind of wacky stuff in GTA Online, and then they really are two separate entities entirely. Mm. Possibly. We'll see. Interesting. We'll Uh, see. George Foreman, Sean Bell, last episode, the toads have clearly evolved from mushrooms. So why is it a right to eat mushrooms? That's weird. That would freak me out. Wait till we find out where humans and animals come from. (laughs) No, my point was that, like, surely there there were no stages of evolution between the mushrooms and the toads. Whereas, like, like I wouldn't eat. Do you know that I wouldn't eat an ape, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do, you know I mean? Do you know what I mean? There has to be more. Okay. There has to be more steps of evolution before it's. How many steps it's not do you weird. need? Yeah, how many steps of evolution do you need to eat an ape? Well, what, Clearly, that, there's steps in the evolution between mushroom and toad, though, right? I don't know, man. <laughs> think? Well, they didn't just pop up like that, did they? Is it, Wake is up it one in... day and go. Rawr! Yeah, they just started grew, grew arms and legs and started going. Rawr! It's like, <laughs> as, is, is, is it, it in the Mario Encyclopedia? Evolution, please. Is it what do you think? Ge- ge- genealogy. Yeah, have a look in the Mario Encyclopedia. See yeah. what the uh, we still yeah. read that quite regularly, um, mm-hmm. and it's yeah, it's becoming a staple of our <laughs> literature in this house. <laughs> um, that is it. Weird for book. feedback. Uh, you can leave us feedback. Go to. Oh, hang on. What? Yeah, it's, it's DC, tcgs.co slash dear tcgs. That was weird. Okay. News, James. Let's go. Okay. Um, so the first piece of news I've got is related to this, um, the IGN post um, over Palestine, because mm. this was quite a, a big thing which happened over yeah, yeah. last week. So what it was that IGN put out a post, I think it was on Friday, that was attributed to IGN staff, which said, um, we want to highlight the humanitarian crisis in Palestine because while there has been fighting in the region for decades, recent escalations have seen a catastrophic loss of Palestinian lives. And then the post also linked to charities that people could donate to, such as like Doctors Without Borders and United Nations Relief and Works Agency. And then lots of other organisations followed suit. You know, they also uh, you know, either retweeted that or they you know, posted links to similar things. Yeah, like GameSpot Sunday- did one and, and stuff yeah. as well, didn't they? Yeah. But then on Sunday, the post was deleted and a new statement was put out which said, 
our philanthropic instincts to help those in need was not in line with our intent of trying to show support for all people impacted by tragic events. By highlighting only one population, the Post mistakenly left the impression that we were politically aligned with one side. That was not our intention, and we sincerely regret the error. But then, obviously, I mean, a lot of IGN staff were not happy about this retraction because apparently it was done without any consultation at all and just happened. And then they released a statement on Medium um, that addressed... The management of it was like it's J two uh, J2 Global and Ziff Davis. I mean, I'm not going to read the entire thing because it's it's quite a long letter and it's a really mm. it's a good letter. I think it's it's really good. I'll definitely go and read it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll read the opening when they just said, um, "We, the undersigned employees of IGN, are appalled by the recent management decision to subvert our editorial autonomy and remove our post directing aid to the Palestinian civilians currently suffering a humanitarian crisis in Gaza, the West Bank, and Jerusalem." And then the letter asks for like an all hands meeting with the management to discuss the issue, and they also said they would work with management to like republish the piece. But I mean, as far as I'm aware now, there's been no further developments with this now, have there? No, the- I haven't heard anything since. Yeah, no, me neither. Um, I think I think what hits you the most for me it was two things, right? The first being that um, I suppose that is personality driven website, right? Am I wrong in saying that? They put the yeah. they put their staff in front of cameras. It's personality driven, yeah. mm-hmm. and to then try and take that away when those personalities try to express themselves in that way, I think is a bit like you can't. can't have I know you ways, can, can have you? your eight, eight, yeah, have your cake and eat it, but at the same time, you shouldn't be because it just if you're trying to promote and say, look at the personalities we've got here, but they're not allowed to say that. That's <laughs> not how it works, right? Yeah. yeah and yeah. The, the second thing is that what gets me the most is that this was for aid, yeah, for yeah. the people affected by it. it. Wasn't about the war or the the conflict. Mm. It was about getting to aid, getting aid to people that need it. Yeah. And that is pretty fucked up to then take that down and say, well, you know, we don't, it's political. And uh, well, it's not actually, it's getting aid to people that need it. Mm. Like, you know, your views of the conflict are, are one thing, but I think we can all agree with that people caught up in the middle of it need support. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's and, just and the people, human... people on one side are dying way more than the other one. So yeah, and also well, exactly. have, they've also got less support structures as well. Like yeah, got, exactly. You know, yeah, of course them. they. I, I mean, yeah. of course, what's going over on over there is absolutely horrific. Mm. It's horrific, and you know, I, I look at something like I, I, I'm not shocked because it's a corporate world, and there's always we don't want to, um, we don't want to get involved in things like this. But I am kind of shocked in how uh, callous it was that how. Ripping mm. down that that um, that post, uh, it just makes no sense to me. It was yeah. And it was the, it's also the disgusting doing it with, overreach from management yeah. um, to it's like also to do doing that it with, and and put it across as if the staff had written the retraction. Yeah, um, that's absolutely horrific. And like no consultation either. I mean, yeah. just doing that and it's that's. Yeah. Didn't they do it at like two in the morning on a Sunday as well? I know, but yeah. it was yeah. and also. Yeah. Fair fucking play to those employees that stuck their neck on the line and wrote that letter, put their name to it. Yeah. It was a bit irritating seeing some of the, uh, I'm going to say posturing (laughs) from people saying like, well, they should all resign then. (laughs) Or like, oh, they should all hold E3 coverage hostage. It's like, 
don't tell the IGN staff what they now need to do. That's not really fair when they've got livelihoods and rent to pay or kids yeah. or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I got, but yeah, absolute solidarity with the the staff and everything because yeah, yeah, I must have just felt so shitty. Like it's like knowing that your employer does not have your back when it comes to something like this is just yeah, a really yeah, horrible feeling. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah. Okay, uh, the next story is also not a great one uh, because it's about Ubisoft and it's catching up on where we were. When did this break last year? It was last year, wasn't it? That this, it was about this, this time last happened. year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's been an investigation by a French publication called uh, Le Telegram and it's basically it's revealed that the first wave of legal proceedings which are due to start this are going to due to start this month in relation to the harassment cases that we talked about last year. And, I mean, according to this investigation, they said that Ubisoft has attempted to make changes, but the impact of these changes has been very minimal, like, so far. And apparently there, there is a new director of HR and a new VP of Global Diversity and Inclusion, but an elected representative from Ubisoft's Social and Economic Committee said that they don't expect anything to come out of these appointments, as the HR staff who cover the harassment issues are still in position, like they haven't been moved at all. Now... According to GamesIndustry.biz, um, some of the men at the heart of the harassment accusations are still also in their jobs, uh, such as Florin uh, Kastanarak, um, who heads Ubisoft-owned, uh, is it Nadio, I think it is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he was accused of harassment by, like, dozens of employees or so. And a union representative said that management is protecting him. Uh, that's that's still going on. And, I mean, according to the Telegram um, in Canada, they just said, you know, nothing has changed um, since the appointment of it's it's Christophe uh, Derens who is Yves Guimau's uh, cousin uh, in July. He was appointed in July 2020, Brilliant. and uh, apparently there's been more uh, new harassment cases as well that have been reported since, according to Games Industry Biz, and they were sidelined in December 2020. I mean, Ubisoft have given out a statement. Um, they've said uh, over a period of several months, Ubisoft has implemented major changes across its organisation, internal processes, and procedures in order to guarantee a safe, inclusive, and respectful working environment for all team members. These concrete actions demonstrate profound changes that have taken place at every level of the company. Additional initiatives are underway and are being rolled out over the coming months. We are committed to strengthening our culture and values in the long term to help ensure every team member at Ubisoft is heard, respected and valued in the workplace. But, I mean, the this report from the Telegram would kind of seem to indicate that's I was going to say, yeah, not entirely got... accurate. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> yeah. Whole, it's, it's, it's not what your staff are saying, hollow, mate. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's... Um, yeah, I mean, what the fuck? Management is like, code, why, why, why protect these people? It just, yeah. What the fuck is going on? And you, mm. you know, in your statement, you turn around and say, no, these people that have been accused of all this stuff haven't got jobs anymore. But you're mm. not doing that, yeah. which is, <laughs> come on. Yeah, like, absolutely shocking. Up. I was really um, disappointed as well that, yeah, so the, the Nadio guy, because obviously they're, they're the Trackmania team, right? Which... Um, I think I'd always sort of like half hoped that because they were, you know, an indie studio that just happened to get bought by Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And then obviously, you know, New Track Mania came out last year. And, and then when all this news came out, I was like, that's probably not the Track Mania team, right? They're probably okay. Apparently not. Um, so yeah, yeah just wanking it. Absolutely pathetic. I mean, I, like we always knew this; it would be a long road to really fixing this stuff, but they're not, they're not doing enough. It's been a year. And for, you know, for a lot of these people to still be in, you know, the positions they were in um, 
and for again yeah, you know for new cases to be happening like everyone who's had like any sort of history of you know abuse or harassment in that company should have spent the last year fucking shitting themselves mm. not carrying on the way they were and still like causing more issues like what the fuck it's I mean, just absolutely shocking it really does feel like i mean you know eves and all those people at the top it mm. does feel like they need to go, don't they? Well, yeah, really. the fact that he brought it's... his fucking cousin in, because basically he's yeah. employed like his entire family, hasn't he, at that <laughs> Ubisoft? Mm-hmm. Um, but so that, yeah, bringing... that is probably why they can't... It's it's yeah. you know, it's really difficult to manage that, isn't it? If you've yeah, got yeah. all like yeah. family members and stuff, where they clearly all need to go. It's yeah. just I don't know crazy. if it is difficult, is it? Well, if the entire I'd management structure family, is like If they that. were fucking dicking around like that. <laughs> oh. Sorry, that that really reduces down to what's going on in there. It's not dicking mm. around, is it? I, I mean, I was being flippant, no, I don't but know, not yeah. towards the not towards the ag- accusations. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's just it's fucking horrific. Get rid of these people. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, um, I don't deny the fact that any huge organization to make sweeping changes will probably take time. But there's a difference mm. between things taking long when they absolutely. Don't you know they they shouldn't do, and also protecting members of staff. There's a there's a difference yeah. between okay wanting to take well wanting to take enough time to make sure things are implemented correctly and well, and to try and fix uh, the, the the huge issues they had before, and mm-hmm. also the other other end, which is just not doing much and protecting the people that were clearly accused. See, and yeah. also well, see what comes that, of. Li- Go on. Sorry, I was going to say the the other the fact that you've got them still coming out and saying that they're doing a great job basically is. Really worrying as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's hope they say the court proceedings are starting soon. Yeah. Well, let's hope. I mean, that'll know, be yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and yeah. you know, let's, and obviously, let's hope some change comes out of that. If they can't do it themselves, let's hope mm. someone can do it for them. Yeah, yeah, and you know, obviously, obviously, it's not a majority of people at Ubisoft. There's like what. Like tens of thousands of people look like it's not yeah. that many, is it? Yeah, but thousands well, no, of people yeah, globally. Well, yeah, it says twenty thousand members of staff about oh, right, okay, training. Sure. So yeah, like obviously it's a minority who are actually perpetrating this stuff, but yes, but it's a majority who should be looked after and should be protected, yeah. and they're not being, and that's fucking gross. And it's so, also people in positions of authority, which is the yeah, that's the biggest problem with all this. It's yeah. just yeah, messed yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, next story is about Jeff Keighley. Um, so we found this out. Just, is this one a light-hearted one? Can we? It's yeah. It's, I think it's more of a light-hearted one. I mean, I've, I've titled it "What Jeff Did Next." Um, this <laughs> is like this is his next. Like this is the Summer Games Fest. So there's details now about it. Not a lot of details. Um, but PlayStation, EA, and Xbox are all going to be part of it, but not Nintendo. And it's going to take place. It's, they're going to do announcements, which are going to start on the Thursday, the tenth of June, um, at right. six pm UK time. T- until. It doesn't December. say. It just. It just, <laughs> it just Come says, on, it Jeff, says, give us some ammo. It says Keeley promises <laughs> at least a dozen premieres. So yeah, I don't know how long they're going to be stretched out. No, I mean, like, it, it's got to be a lot shorter. There's a big. There's an interview of him last week saying that you know they got the feedback and they, that everyone's annoyed that it was it went on way <laughs> too long. So they they understand that. Hopefully, uh, mm. but before we get into this properly, we all we all glossed over the fact that now James. Writes his own headlines. I mean, when I read <laughs> what Jeff did next, I was like, oh, okay, I wonder who. No, that, that's what James started Harden editorializing. Oh, is that yeah, Jeff? Oh, I like it. I read the head. I read the headlines oh, and write some notes. Now he's doing his own. 
well, this is what you're going to do going forward, mate. You're going to write your own headlines, and then we've got to try and guess the story from your headline. Oh, do you know, I'll do that next week. I'll definitely a do witty that. witty headline. Yeah. And then, well, obviously not for the serious stories, but but yeah, a witty yeah. headline, mm-hmm. and we've got to guess the we've got we've got to guess the the story. That'd be great. I'd love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Nice I'll do that for next week. To the news. All yeah. right, good. Yeah. So um, yeah. Anyway, there's an interview, and and, and Jeff uh, Jeff Keeley said he understood that it, things were way too. Have you seen out, the feedback so. got leaked online? Yeah, apparently Knobsock said, I watched your game, <laughs> Summerfest, and it was dull. Uh, but I stopped watching it a year into your coverage. <laughs> yeah, before it started, I stopped watching it. <laughs> Etc. Okay, next news story. Okay, uh, next one is that Time Splitters uh, Studio Free Radical Design is being reformed um, with the original I don't founders. Know what so this is about this. Yeah, this is a weird one, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, well, so this I mean, is... it is and it isn't. We've there's been rumours of a new Time Splitters game for years, hasn't there? Like yeah. literally about ten years. There's been rumours bubbling. I've, I've always felt like those are rumours just being perpetuated by the few people who want it, and not necessarily anything that's actually going on. And, and the mean? people yeah, that own I, the I, IP I mean, want to yeah, keep it ready. Yeah. When the IP was getting <laughs> purchased and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm an insanely big Time Splitters fan, um, or I was back then. When it, yeah. I mean, you try and go back and play it now, and it's although we did play it at the Science Museum, didn't we, James? I still we had did. a good was, laugh with it. So. It was all right, yeah, not bad. Yeah, um, uh, but here's my view, right? I think there's a gap for an arcade shooter like Time Splitters. Mm-hmm. I do. But it can't be like Time Splitters anymore because yeah. Time Splitters was very of its time, and um, and when you go back, it's extremely like the the first person shooter has evolved so much that you can't go back to what those games were, right? Yeah. But if you take the basic concept of an arcade shooter with tons of characters to choose from, like really like condensed small multiplayer elements you know not mm-hmm. not let's make it you know 50 players online or whatever mm-hmm. keep it to like you know four players but build interesting mechanics and game modes around that i think there's space for this game mm-hmm. definitely but you've got you've got to trust yourself to move away from what made those games good because those what made those games good doesn't make good games good anymore <laughs> like it's we've yeah. moved on so hopefully they nail it, but well, I'm, I'm worried loving that the games, they won't. But what, what, what in your eyes made them good? I mean, okay, at the time so, it felt like it was quite new, and you know, like a yeah, so FPS they were so you know, like Goldeneye, weren't they? Like in terms yeah, of like yeah. the Goldeneye style of first-person shooter. So, so you, you had you had the main story, which wasn't that great. It was all detached um, missions, but some of them mm. were quite fun. You know. Very formulaic, very, you knew exactly where each enemy was at any point. I don't mind them sticking to that sort of stuff because it reminds me of the sort of um, process we went through when we were playing Call of Duty uh, Spec Ops, uh, Matt. Yeah. You know, that whole, there's two guys around there, shoot him, then shoot him. You know, that sort of gameplay style I think could still be interesting. Yeah. the uh then on top of that you had the arcade challenges which mm. is i think where they should be focusing so you know there was all these like wacky mini games where you were just shooting up like i remember one where you're standing on top of a dam and um loads of like monkeys were being chucked at you and you had <laughs> to try and shoot them um and because they were holding bombs or whatever and if they got close they blew up or something like that but those sort of challenge modes could be quite good if they're done right um and then also the multiplayer the multiplayer had 
loads of different options that you can modify. Um, the, the level design was great for those multiplayer maps for the time. Um, and it, it was just really fun to play. You know, it was a, it was an arcade shooter that that had that element of competition within a small amount of peak players and these tight arenas. Um, I think there's totally space for that. And I, I'm starting to see more and more games sort of move away from... Because, you know, with the with the release of Battle Royale games, it was all, right, how do we do 100 players? Come on. Yeah, yeah. And I think we're seeing more and more games come out with... Actually, this is a six-player game. Uh, this is an eight-player game or mm. whatever. That's why this would be awesome if it was in a kind of like Splatoon... Like in that way, do you know what I mean? Like going back yeah. to that of the idea that you've just got small teams, you've got four versus four or whatever in yeah, like, rounds, as you said, yeah, short like, matches, yeah, yeah, limited yeah. maps, you know, that mm. kind of thing. Yeah. I think and there's fast. a space for it. Yeah. But um we'll see. We'll see where it goes. I think it's a long way off from even being presented. I could yeah. be wrong, but I think do, it's do you a need a quote. Steve yes. Ellis from the studio, he says, uh, to finally be able to confirm that the studio has been formed and that we have a plan for the next time Twitter's game is incredible. While we cannot tell you anything more at the, at the moment, we look forward to sharing information in the future. So probably a couple of years down the line, isn't it going to be? I'd imagine they're after investment, and they this yeah. is what this sort of announcements are like. Yeah. It's like we have some money, please. I was uh, <laughs> the main shock for me was that uh, Dr. David Doak's back for it. Yeah, because um, yeah. he's well, his name is attached. <laughs> Yeah, the project. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> like, uh, you know, when you're producing something like this, or if you're going to start developing something like this, you're like, well, we need to announce that the original team involved, but there's quite a lot of them, and none of them are doing video <laughs> games anymore. <laughs> well, this I'll is it, because he's... Like, just I, I believe, some money. Uh, I mean, anecdotally, after the experience of making and releasing Haze, like, he just left the yep. industry. Like, he's he was yes. not making games anymore. Um, yep, yep. So yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, obviously, I hope that you know this. This is him. Like, he's ready to do something cool again, and that you know that that's really positive. Hope, hopefully, but, no, I'm a bit cynical about it. Yeah, <laughs> but hopefully, <laughs> it's such a shame what happened to Hayes though, because the concept of that I quite liked. I thought oh, it was yeah, a no, very absolutely. interesting Hayes concept. Was a, a smart yeah. idea. Like the whole yeah, basically a commentary on how games sanitized violence and in a yeah. really interesting way. It's apparently it was absolute bomb to play, which is a shame. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. Uh, next story is that Netflix are going to make the Netflix of games. Um, yeah, this is apparently <laughs> going to happen. So what's happening is Netflix are hiring an executive to lead what they're calling their future video game initiative, and they're looking for senior figures with the industry. I must. I mean, is Phil Harrison free at the moment? <laughs> of course he is. That, I mean, it's, yeah, it's about time to jump ship again, isn't it? I think it's got yeah. needs to, time to ruin something else. But apparently, early discussions apparently involve it's like, like Sam launching. Allardyce. Yeah. I was just about, I was just about to say, he's, he's like a football manager. He goes in, team gets relegated. He gets like another job when someone needs something. Someone who gets every single team relegated, basically, is the uh, answer. Yeah, that's Ian Holloway. Go on. But apparently, it's going to be launching and what they're saying like is like an Apple Arcade-style bundle of games without adverts. That's what, okay. what it'll be, apparently. But yeah. Well, oh, we, this is interesting. Oh, right, so this is well, just going to be like a what? Uh, so, right, so this is going to be like a, uh, a sort of a humble, like a PS Plus type thing, rather than a hey, you're going to stream games. I think so. I mean, that's what it sounds like. If it's if it's going to be like Apple Arcade, then yeah, that definitely sounds more like that okay. rather than streaming all stuff. Right, well, that's but mm. that's all right. Because yeah. I'd, uh, I'd like, right, I'd right. really like to see more of the sort of choose your own adventure style stuff. 
that they've they've done on Netflix because um the you know the Black Mirror one which like I had yeah. problems with but from a technical standpoint it was a pretty amazing achievement. Um yeah, yeah Harry played I, through the Minecraft one. Oh did he? Was that any good? That's, yeah, that's a Telltale that Minecraft one, isn't story it? Mode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's that Boss Baby one, which is kind of shit. But, oh, uh, I've not seen that one. I'm bang up for that. I love it, Boss <laughs> I Baby. Mean, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a perfectly good laugh. Um, but, yeah, so I'd really like to see them <laughs> you do... You changed your tune. No, I mean, it's like, obviously, what I mean is, yeah, I played it with Isaac and, like, he had a good time and stuff, but it's just, it's not... Like at the level right. of the, the black mirror, like, it sounded like you wanted to sound cool, and then when the cool one said that sounds <laughs> great, you were like, actually, yeah, 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 it's good. Actually. Yeah, I like it. I've just, uh, just, re- I've just remembered I actually did enjoy it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I'd love to see them do more stuff like that because, as I say, the black mirror one was like really well put together in the way it sort of masked the sort of transition bits as you're making your choices and stuff was was really smart. Um, but then I'll say about the black mirror one, like I said mm, about it at the time, mm. like. It was a, it was neat, but when I got to the end of it, I was like, "Games have done that better." Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. What's the point in this? That's what I mean. You yeah, I mean? like it, it proved the the technology, but in yeah, like in choose your own adventure game terms, didn't really do anything new. So it's like, well, keep the, the like keep doing me, it right? and keep like, well, sorry. The bit that killed me is that I mm. got. I mean, what was it called? Um, ah, oh, what was the Black Mirror episode called? It's named after a game. Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch, right, yeah, yeah. The bit that killed me was that there was a bit where I got the lead character to work out that he was in a Netflix show. Right. And you had to make a decision for him to prove that he was in a Netflix show. Like, he yeah. was like, look, I'm, I've got no control over what to do next. Mm-hmm. So then I didn't press anything, which in a video game would definitely have worked because yeah, I wanted yeah. to trick them back yeah, into, yeah. you know, uh, but then it didn't. It just selected whatever one the cursor was on at the time. <laughs> and it was like, oh, for fuck's sake, that would have been such a neat moment. Like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it didn't do that. And I was kind of, that's when I was kind of like, oh, video games have done this better, actually. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, but that's what but I mean. Like, I I'd, it's I'd so love limited to, on Netflix. Yeah, and I'd love to see them, as I say, take that technology and just do some something more interesting with it. Um, and like, I suppose that they were thinking that like that was mainly going to be played by people who didn't necessarily play a lot of games. Like, it could just like, yeah, any average sure. Netflix viewer might stumble across it, or you know, obviously any Black Mirror fans. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd been keen to see more of that, but it sounds like this is something else entirely, doesn't it? I mean. I'd rather they're doing that than trying to launch some sort of streaming service, to be honest. I mean... Yeah. Oh, 100%, you know. yeah. Although, you know, is does this bring an end to... Is this the Netflix of games? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because the Netflix of games is the Netflix of games. I mean, Actually, I mean unless it's shit, it's and like then, it'll, then the question will just keep hanging over yeah. forever. Is this the Netflix... You know, we're going to be the Netflix of games. What shit? <laughs> no. Well, we already that's know Game Pass mean, is that, actually. basically, isn't it? Yeah, net, I mean, Game Pass is the Netflix of games. What's the? It is, isn't it? Aside from the fact they're not, well, right. actually, they could. Yeah, I was going to say, aside from the fact they're not streaming, but they could be. Um, mm-hmm. You can stream them, so yeah. But, yeah in, this, in this statement on um, Gamespot, it says um, members will also enjoy engaging more directly with stories they love through interactive shows like Bandsnatch and You versus Wild. Have you heard of that? Before? Oh no, what's that? Is that fuck? I if that's one that's already on there. I might give that a go. U V Wild. I assume I assume that's a play on Man vs. Wild, is it? I have no idea. Or Man vs. Well, food. Or Maybe man you just food. go out oh, there and no, just eat so leaves. It's, and a bear, shit. it's the Bear Grylls thing. It yeah, is it's the interactive Bear, right, Bear okay. Grylls series, yeah. Fucking Bear oh, Grylls. Oh, what am I gonna do now? I'm gonna jump off the cliff. 
We're gonna gonna just stand here where it's safe, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've got some saber tooth tiger. Do I get my brother to kill it (laughs) or leave it alone? (laughs) Matt's like, kill it, kill it, kill it, and then drink piss. Um, And I'm looking forward to the making a murderer game. That'd be that'd be interesting, won't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, last story. There's a cu- so, sorry. There's a couple of them. So there's you versus Wild, and then there's Animals on the Loose, a you versus Wild oh, movie. Ah, oh, brilliant! What and that you can control the animals, I assume. <laughs> no, you, you just help like bear kill him, don't kill him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that'd be quality. I'll play that. Play when, that. Al- when wild animals escape from a sanctuary, Bear Grylls and you must pursue them and secure their protective habitat and interactive. Who puts special. that together? Who sits there and goes right? We need some interactive specials, right? <laughs> Where the player, you know, or the viewer gets to choose, make decisions. Bear grills. What? <laughs> bear grills. No, I mean, we could choose anything. There's like anything, but bear grills would be good. I don't yeah, know if he would else? play. He just, he just does the. I know anyone, but no, bear grills. <laughs> what is he going to do? I mean, it's either survive or die. But, yeah, but you couldn't groups. have Attenborough in that situation. He would die. Yes, you could. Oh, mate, that would make for a better game. <laughs> mate, what? there's fucking Sandwich loads of these. am I going to eat today? I this have jam on my shit. right and peanut butter <laughs> on my left. <laughs> That'd be good, man. I thought I'd play that. Okay, I'd right. Play it. So I've searched on Netflix for interactive. There's flipping loads of them. There's a Carmen Sandiego one, Captain Underpants. Uh, <gasps> oh, yes, we've played the Captain Underpants one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, any good? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Okay, well, actually, I, I, it was one of those situations where Harry was playing at five in the morning and I was barely ah, keeping myself enough. awake. Fair, fair enough. enough. Uh, there's a Another spirit riding free, the one, the CGI one with the horse. And I completely forgot there's an interactive Buddy Thunderstruck episode. Buddy Thunderstruck is fucking wicked, if you haven't seen it. I don't know that one. It's proper good. Don't know about that. Don't know about it's that. Like, have okay, you ever seen, ever seen, ever seen Robot Chicken? Nope. Uh, never mind then. Carry on. <laughs> If you, sorry, no, if, you, if you listen at I home, zero reference point. If you listen at home and heard that and thought, "Oh well, yeah, I have seen Robot Chicken. I didn't really like it." That's the point. Buddy Thunderstruck is probably better. And it's also for kids, technically, okay. but it's just yeah, it's great. Good. All right, is that it for news, or we got, no, got no, anything got else? One, one last one. Uh, so Nintendo have made people angry about something they're going to buy anyway. Um, so <laughs> what this is? Oh, so blame me. I smell some defence already. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, as in, as in what's going to happen. So what this is, is that, well, you know, Skyward Sword's coming out, like, soon. And so yeah. it's pretty much, you know, they've tarted it up, obviously, to make it look better. You know, that's that's one of the things they've done. You sounded like it a up. Nintendo suit then, James. Like you were at a board <laughs> meeting with Nintendo. What's the feedback like? People are angry about something they're going to buy anyway, guys. And you're all winking at Shigeru yeah, Miyamoto in the corner and high-fiving people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they've, they've, they've improved oh, the game. Um, but okay. then one of the things they've done is they've also added this function so that you can, like, uh, sort of tra- teleport between different locations to make it because uh, one of the things that people complained about with the game was the fact that you have to like the travel time between places takes ages sometimes and it's really kind of irritating and annoying so it's okay because they've added this new feature in so that you can go between the overworlds and the surface and like even you know between dungeons and everything like really quickly the only thing is is that to be able to do this you have to buy a loftwing amiibo um, figure which costs twenty five oh, pounds. Bullshit, isn't it? Of course, it's it's fucking fucking how much? How much? <laughs> it's twenty five quid as well. They fucking hell! Oh my god, it's mad, isn't it? 
That's but, bullshit, uh, yeah. isn't it? That's bad. That is. Yeah, I that's thought, horrendous. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to kick off about that, right? No, no, to, James. I, meant... I thought if, 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 I thought you were going to kick off about that, and the idea was that, like, you know, oh, they're making it too easy or whatever. And I was thinking, but Nintendo have a track record now of you know making games a little bit easier or optional things that that cut out some of the bullshit in their games mm. because they're aware that younger fans would like to use them. So this is fine, but. Locked behind a twenty-five pound yeah. amiibo. Yeah, but what what I meant at the beginning about like you know people are going to buy it anyway. Mm-hmm. They they are uh, because it's already sold out everywhere. Like this amiibo, so you yeah, know, I know, but pe- people are annoyed, obviously, but they're still buying it. Um, you know, well, to, yeah, well, yeah. You know, I think it's probably fair to say there's enough people in the world that some people are really annoyed about it, and other people are buying it. I don't think it's necessarily the same okay, people. <laughs> <laughs> They're not selling one copy of this. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's uh, yeah, that sounds rough, man. Fucking it is, hell, yeah. that is fucked. That is I mean, it's not <laughs> enough that Nintendo, or whatever it is. Yeah, it's not enough that people are annoyed that they, you know, they remaster or do up games and sell them for more than the original was sold. Now they're also like. Yeah, 25 quid on top of that, so... And especially when it's, like, you know, if, like... Yeah, all right, if it's, you know, buy an Amiibo and it unlocks something cool or, like, an extra, you know, something cosmetic or whatever, but when it's unlocking something that, by the sounds of it, the game actually really fucking needs... Yeah. That is (laughs) appalling. See, and also the thing which is rubbish about this as well is that however annoyed people get about this... Nintendo are not going to change this. It's like... They're they're one of those companies where I, I always feel, like, with, like... Microsoft and like you know other companies, people kick up a big stink, and then eventually you know sometimes they do listen, and there are changes made. Nintendo is one of those companies. Yeah, fucking they, Microsoft are the worst for that at the moment. Yeah. What's that, mate? Oh, okay, all right, we'll change. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, mate. You but with Nintendo, I, mean? I always just get the impression that they just they don't care. I absolutely don't care. <laughs> they it's just absolutely like, don't. Yeah. They're the the computer game show of the video game developing world, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> they any feedback you send in, they don't want to hear it. They just want to crack on doing what they're doing. Um, the, the game of the year shall be the same every year. I'm afraid. <laughs> we are like I know, I know we've said this before, but you know, like you know that that phrase that desperate Nintendo is the best Nintendo. We're, we're just fully in the opposite of that now, aren't we? They're, yeah. they're doing well. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, oh, I, mean, I can't like, wait to see what this new Nintendo Switch is going to look like. I bet it's like barely anything different with it. Four hundred well, no, quid. It's, it's the same one, uh, slightly better battery, Bluetooth audio, uh, six hundred quid. Yeah, same screen, <laughs> same screen. Yeah. Even well, it's, it's exactly, it, exactly the same. It's just that they actually make the bezels bigger. Go yeah, bigger bezels. <laughs> and you no need audio if you, at all. If, no, if you, no, if you want to use Bluetooth, you have to use an amiibo to like enable it each time. You know. <laughs> Yeah, a special six hundred pound amiibo. The that one. Hmm. Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> Weird, but, but yeah, Weird. Like, I mean, I don't know. They could they could charge fifty quid and people still buy it. Nothing's yeah. going to really stop. We should actually yeah. be grateful doing that this. they're charging a mere twenty five pounds. Most amiibos are not that, that amount of money. They're usually like twelve, fifteen quid, and yeah, it's yeah. like this one yeah. inexplicably is um yeah. Oh, can you imagine um, what these are going to go for on fucking eBay? Quite a Jesus, lot. It's twenty-four pounds. Yeah, twenty. I just pounds. keep producing. <laughs> I, 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 fuck, 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 fuck that, fuck, fuck that yep. noise. Yep. So hopefully they, yeah, that Are changes. Are you guys getting Because I've yeah, seen like there's been some no. deals recently. Nah. I think shop two yeah, or something. I had a hundred quid. I'm like, I, I, I am I'm getting, getting it because I didn't play it. So yeah, I'm getting it because I've never wow. played it. It's the only one I've never played. And um, yeah, it sounds like there might be a good reason for that, though. Yeah, Matt. Let me let me ask you this. 
what 3D Zelda games have you played in your time? Uh, six. Um, six. 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 Hang on, no, I was just that, on that. That was a really good Zelda one. Zelda Six. Six. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a good uh, one. Ocarina. Uh, a little bit of Majora's Mask. Not much. Uh, the Wagger one that launched on Wii, which I didn't get on with. Not this, which was Wait, Twilight what? Princess. Oh, right, okay. I was going to say, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's this one. <laughs> no, no, Twilight Princess, yeah. I played it. I was just, no, not for okay. me. Didn't play this one. Mm-hmm. And then, what? what's it? Breath what's of the since Breath of the Wild? Was the same yeah. between? Oh, yeah, man. You're, you're, don't you're going to hate this. Yeah, don't yeah. buy this one. You're going to hate it. Yeah. Well, I want to give it a go. You didn't play Wind Waker? Uh, I played a little bit, but, but I didn't finish it, no. Well, I mean, this is that's... worse. Probably so. my favourite of the 3D ones, other than Ocarina of Time. Although, admittedly, I never played Majora's Mask. So Majora's Mask um, is excellent. Was such yeah, a yeah like I've heard it. I've heard it's good. Um, obviously, like, everyone raves about it. But um, so yeah, I mean, I loved Ocarina out, of Time. I don't think I liked any other 3D Zelda game that I played since then. Right. Uh, apart uh, from so, um, Breath of the Wild, obviously. So, so when this came out, did this did this not do great in reviews or what? No, it did. It did well in reviews. I mean, every Zelda game pretty much does yeah, well in say, reviews. Yeah. Did it do well in reviews? The standard yeah. Zelda, yeah. like you know, tens out of tens and ninety-five percent or whatever they were at the time. I think what yeah, it is that's, is it's the that's first... the difference, though, is it? That's that sums it up. Do you remember how like cynical I was about Breath of the Wild and how uninterested? Like when we went and played that Switch in the preview event, there was a big Breath of the Wild. I can't believe it was a demo or a video or something. I think it was an actual playable demo, right? Uh, and remember. you guys were like, "I'm going straight to Breath of the Wild," and I'm yeah, like, "Yeah, it was." There I'm was like a little, that. I've got a little like fire area or something. I think it was. I think it was in the um that you got to go through. It wasn't. Sorry. Yeah, I was like, "I've got, I've got no interest in that game." And then when the reviews reviews come out, and it was like tens, 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 and you were like, "Dave, see?" And I was like, "Nope, this happens every <laughs> fucking time." And it wasn't until the game came out and the public were like, "No, no, seriously, mate, this is mental." I was like, "That's when I started going, okay, I need to play this game," but like. <laughs> Yeah, the amount of times I've I've seen a Zelda review and gone, oh my god, it's going to be good again, and then I play it and I'm like, no, it isn't. <laughs> so, I mean, the main complaint I've ever heard about this one is that it takes a very, very long time to get going. Like, it's like the first yeah. ten hours or whatever it are really slow and, and like yeah, slow, not unless you've got like, twenty five quid, mate, be zipping around that place <laughs> like nobody's <laughs> yeah, yeah, business. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. It's going to have to be two uh, different speedrunning. It's going to have to be two different speedrunning categories with and without the fucking amiibo. <laughs> Although I say that in jest, Matt, I, I would like to hear what you think of it. So if you're thinking about no, buying no, it, pick I'm, it up. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a while away. It, it, was it like July sometimes? Two months. Yeah, for a while. So uh, no, I'm, I'm definitely interested in seeing what's like. Because yeah, it's one. It's I haven't, I haven't played it. So uh, hell yeah. Okay. All right. That's it. I've got no more news. Good. No more news. Get, get to what you've been playing. Uh, I'm going to start with James this week. Okay. Uh, what do you want to hear about first? Because I've got Famicom Detective Club and I've got Resident Evil Village. Well, what do you think? First of all, I'm looking at the list of games in front of me and neither of you are talking about... Oh, because you haven't completed it, have you? It takes two. No, we haven't, no. You didn't no, we had a whole finish no, it because no. James, got, James got absolutely slaughtered on the stream <laughs> and then... Uh, did you want to explain what happened quickly? Well, no, it, it wasn't just because of that. There was connection problems. That was that I was know, not my but, fault. But, oh, okay. you, but you but you weren't interested in fixing those technical problems. Like, connection yeah, issues between your brain and your fingers. 
Right, can I can I say something? This does spoil something in the game, not something that you haven't seen, right? But I was incredibly frustrated. Now, if you've not played It Takes Two and you 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 fancy playing it and you don't want to know anything, then please fast forward a couple of minutes. Um, but I've got to mention this to Sean, mm. and I know you're going to play this, Sean. And mm. sorry to spoil this a little bit for All you, right. but you'll be fine. You live. There's a bit in the last area that these guys did, and I was watching them on stream, and it it. It was so frustrating. And I think I can give James a pass because I don't think he knew where he was. But, <laughs> right. So let me explain. You get to a bit where you find four or five panels with various different buttons on them, right? Mm. The whole last area is about music. And you find all these panels with these different buttons on. You jump on the buttons and you realize that you're actually creating music. So you set the buttons, it's like those old music maker boxes, you know, where you set the buttons and it sets the beat and then there's a tone that you can change the, uh, the notes to and all that sort of stuff. And you slowly build up music. And the idea is the door doesn't open until you've activated enough of this stuff to create some sort of tune, right? And each tune's different. Like it's different for everyone that plays the game. Like you can set it up the way you want. So John and I got into this area. And we're going, we work out what it was about and we go, all right, let's try and create something really good here. And we're doing it and we're doing it. And we we sort of got to the point where we're like, yeah, that sounds pretty good. You go through the doors and then it builds up all the other elements, elements of the music around the tune that you make. And okay. it becomes the soundtrack for a short amount of time. <sighs> I've been looking forward to then play that bit for ages right so i'm i'm in the thing and we're all chatting away or whatever and gabsy wabsy was watching and gabsy wabsy and i were whispering you know private messaging on twitch about (laughs) what was going to happen and i said this is my favorite part of the game because it's so cool listening to your music come to life and be Mm -hmm. part of the soundtrack i said i bet they don't even notice it happens and it's just like, well, no, actually, this is one of my favourite bits as well. There's no way they're not going to notice. I said, I bet they don't. They get into the room. They treat it like a puzzle to try and open the door rather than a creative experience. And then they don't even notice that the music is going on like after that point. And I was just like, I cannot, I don't know how you missed that. Matt. It was one of the most frustrating experiences of my life. Go on, they're like, okay, how do we get out? Okay, you just got to, I mean. You watch, basically, it's, I mean, just think of that idea, that concept that they put into this game. It's so cool. And then for them to just go, next bit. <laughs> it was like, oh my God. I might send that to the devs. So, love but, the game. This puzzle is good, isn't it? Very short I mean, puzzle, that, but. That stuff, yeah, that stuff aside, it's looking at Game Facts. How to open door in music bit. <laughs> game Facts is like, just be creative, Matt. Um, was, just make it go but, red okay done all, all of that all, all of that aside it, it did seem like you were really enjoying that last area compared oh, to yeah, it's, it's way I, I agree with garden. you the garden bit is rough yeah um, you know it's well, fine I, I don't think it's bad it's just that it's not yeah. the same level of new funny creative ideas every like five minutes absolutely it's no. just absolutely totally it's just lots of, okay you're going through it whereas yeah before it's like wow this bit that bit this is new this is interesting this is cool where's that yeah just, for sure keep going yeah that was the know, weakest, we're, we're, weakest section yeah yeah this last bit has been brilliant yeah um, do you remember much of it finishing that's the thing i mean not a lot i mean I, I saw that video um that dave that you put together you know the, of me doing the drinking <laughs> and then that and then that bit at the end where i went off to go to the bathroom i'd forgotten about that 
that that happened <laughs> towards the end. It yeah, was... like, go on, Matt, do it. So I know it. it's called It Takes Two. I can't, I need, we need, yeah, <laughs> we need, sort of need <laughs> both of you. <laughs> when you just got up and went, I need to go and get some meat. I was like, what? <laughs> Who speaks like that? Yeah, I thought I, mi- I thought you miss. I thought I misheard that. I was like, I think you said meat, but I'll know it's come back some ham. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just some hams, caveman. You know? Yeah. You definitely watch their stream it's up on YouTube now um, and it will be finished tune in on Friday night uh, to watch them complete it because yeah if you don't know what we're talking about they have to down a drink um, every time they lose a mini game where you face off against each other James is terrible at the mini games and um, this week Matt sent him a a litre can a litre yeah, yeah. yeah. 5% beer and he had to down the lot and it was right at the start of the stream. Yeah, By the like end of it, he can barely keep his eyes open. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to well, the point that, where... And then I lost another one as well. So then I had to do another, like, another can as well. It yeah, was I mean, not... technically, you yeah. also lost a volleyball one, but I didn't want to hold that against you. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be fair, <laughs> to, Matt, Matt, I don't know if you noticed as well, you also ruined my first night with James Farley for over a year. Well, uh, because yeah, was he was supposed was like, to be coming over. We were supposed to be having a drink and he was going to stay the night. And <laughs> instead. He texted me in the morning and said, oh, "I'm just, I'm still hungover. I can't do it. I can't do it." I tell you what, I had a horrible so, night. It was a horrible night. Like, I went to bed. It was, it was. I spent most of it lying on the sofa because I was like, I can't subject Chen to this because it was just, it was just <laughs> awful. That, that's the facts effect. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, what games have you been playing, then, James? Other than that, so I've been playing Resident Evil Village, which I finished, and also Famicom Detective Club: uh, The Missing Air, which came out. Um, okay, well let, let's stay ago. with Resident Evil because Matt, you finished that as well now, right? Yeah, I finished it since the last show. Yep. See, I finished it last week, and I've come away feeling more and more disappointed the more I think about it. Like really? <laughs> as I go through it, yeah, because it really—I mean, Matt talked about this, I think, on the show before. Like, it really, it really does tail off like towards the end. It's mm. just like the first area is really very good, and it sets a tone. That you think if if they're gonna you know gonna run with this for this this could be really something like special, but then it's completely ripped up. It doesn't do that, and it goes in off in these other different directions instead. There's one other area. Um, see, I'm gonna have to dance around this a bit because I don't want to sort of reveal too much stuff about it. But there's one that involves dolls, which starts right. off really well and is great, but then something happens and the whole thing just becomes completely laughable. Like you just think is this, this is the not thing with a baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, I heard it's, about this. It's in no way scary at all, and just completely. See, I heard this was. Oh, this was terrifying. This bit. Nope. It's okay. well, no, it, it terrifying. The atmosphere. So it, it, yeah, the atmosphere is fantastic, and there's bits where it's pitch black, and mm. I'm like, okay, wow. It, it, you know, I heard some people mention PT, and there were definitely bits where you know you're in, you're walking around to like house, and it's spooky. I'm like, oh fuck, this is gonna really gonna mess me up. And then yeah, you see, and then you see the, the thing. And then I'm mm. just like, well, I'm not scared anymore because that's just yeah. stupid. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, that was the problem. It's like, <laughs> it sounds like the hospital in Last of Us 2. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, do you remember that? We were like, well, I wish we never saw the thing because the thought of the thing was way worse. Yeah, as than soon as you saw it, it, it just killed the atmosphere. And yeah, I think yeah. after I did, because I was really worried about that bit because everyone said, the next bit, Matt, the next bit, you're not going to do it. I think even Capone said, you're never going to finish this game. And I was like, oh no! Like I was enjoying it up to that point, and uh, but in the end, that that bit was uh, that, See, that's, that, that bit was, was just what silly. Was, that was what was so disappointing about it, though, because the build up to that was so good. In that, in the because you're like in this house, and it's it's so well done, like the like the atmosphere and everything. But then that happens, and you're just like, oh, 
This is um, it's rubbish. It's, it's just <laughs> kind of laughable and not not very good. And I mean, the final couple of areas are just for me. They just became like shooting galleries that didn't really feel like they had any sort of threat or horror at all. And it was just the main yeah, thing that I felt from it was just irritation at a lack of ammunition from time to time. <laughs> and it's just like as a whole, the game I didn't feel felt as coherent or well put together as Seven. Like Seven felt like. You know, it was like it really was like a progression of a story. Whereas this felt like, okay, we've got four things you want, we want you to do to unlock something, and then that's the end of the game. And I don't know, it didn't feel. I, I didn't really care about any of the characters at all, and I didn't feel that any of the areas are, either, are given like enough time to sort of breathe or develop either, because they're all really very linear as well. Which was the other thing which I was quite disappointed by, because you, when you begin, you open like the, you know, you have the whole map and you think, okay, I've got this entire village here, I've got all these other areas to investigate, but most of it is, yeah, it's very linear, uh, like going from place to place. And I mean, I, it just feels like they ran out of ideas, particularly towards the end, and the final boss. I mean, I I got just frustrated and I just put it down to easy because I was just like, I'm sick of this. This is just annoying. And, uh, you know, beat it and felt, you know, I'd not achieved anything. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, as I said, I just came away just feeling more and more disappointed as as um, as the week's gone on, really. It's I, not... I mean, I, I would say they, they had too many ideas. You said they had not enough ideas. I think they had too many and they tried to squeeze them in and mm. trying to find a way that would make that work. I mean, all the various areas are like different types of, different types of horror or different types of... Yeah, kind of. You know, area and um, I was like, and and in in many other games we were like, oh, wasn't this cool? You know, like it doesn't outstay its welcome. You yeah, go to a new area, you see like a new different style of horror or, or whatever you want to call it. Um, isn't that cool that they just give you little bits and then move on to the next uh, next part of the game? That's what we've commented and celebrated about games for so long. But um, it doesn't work I, with this though, does it? Like no, at all. I mean, yeah, I, I I think I said on the last on the show before well, on the last show we did when we talked about games. Um, because we didn't last week. Uh, yeah, I, I felt like that, that first bit was so good. And the, the bit we're talking about is Castle Dimitrescu with, uh, you know, with the mm. tall lady. And maybe Capcom just stumbled upon that with everyone being thirsty over the tall woman. <laughs> and um, and she un- maybe unwittingly became the star of this game, even though they may not have really fully anticipated that. But if the whole game is set inside that castle with uh, with, with Dimitrescu and... and um, the other people in that, it, it, I mean, it felt very much like a spent dispenser mansion from the first one. It was, it, it, it looked beautiful. It was really atmospheric, and I love that. But then, yeah, when you go to the other sections, it's just a bit like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I was happy in a way because I, I couldn't handle. Well, I didn't even entertain the idea of playing seven, and even now I finished eight and would kind of want to play a bit more Resident Evil. There's, there's no chance we're doing seven. It's just there's no chance. So for me, <laughs> better because I can actually get through it. And there were still some bits that that kind of you know, that made me afraid. I mean, there's a little bit of chasing here and there, which I wasn't a fan of. Um, and I think music, uh, audio is fantastic. It's really atmospheric. Um, and mm. there were bits towards the end, James. Like, it definitely made me jump, um, which, yeah, which I fucking hate. I but, just think, <laughs> I mean, what I mean by running out of ideas is it's more like they didn't bother to develop, like really to develop things, I didn't feel. Like, particularly in the last areas, it's just, you know, you're going from one place to another and there's no, there's not really any sort of character development at all. And, I mean, one of the characters, though, I did find interesting, like one of the boss characters towards the end, they sort of, I don't want to say because it will ruin the story for anybody, but they, they, they don't explore, like, possible different routes with that character either. It just, because it's just... You know, no, good, but bad, you know that kind of thing, that, which was that fully feels like it's it's sending things up for another game, I reckon. But I, I, I totally know what you mean. I I mean I, I that's okay actually... to have just a bad guy, right? 
It is, but then you not, don't when, need to not when you're why they no, got no, no, their no, way no, no, no. every time. <laughs> no, no, but not when you're when you're hinting at that. You like you're heavily hinting at it, and then you're not allowing like the player to engage with that at all. It doesn't make okay, sense. Yeah, like, that's fair. If if you're doing yeah. that, and then the, the, your character is still just going, you yeah, well, fuck you, I'm going to kill you. It's just it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's rubbish. You know, if you're doing that, if somebody's yeah, like yeah, taking yeah, this yeah, stuff yeah. tonight, it's just not very good. So I do think I, there I is say... this weird thing at the moment. Like I think you know, I mean. Joker is uh, is a cracking film, but there is this need to just every bad guy now has to have something you know redeemable, and it's like that. Sometimes I just want a really bad guy. Like <laughs> at least Call of Duty games are like that. They're good. Well, I mean, They're just that... like, no, this guy just wants to like, blow up the world. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right, Battle, Battle Star Wars had that, so that was that, maybe that's why we enjoyed it. <laughs> Certainly did. New what the WWF looking fella, WWE yeah. looking fella with a bathrobe. <laughs> I definitely wish wish this game had more story. Mm. It felt like there's only really, there's hardly any story. There's more towards the end, but I wanted more like lore. I wanted more things that talked about the overall, you know, Umbrella or Resident Evil as as generally. It's it's very action heavy, which is cool. And uh, although I did think, as James said, it was much too combat heavy towards the end. Um, But I I wanted more lore, and towards yeah, there was more towards the end. I was like, oh no, this is really cool, and it just kind of ended. Um, I I also want to talk about Ethan Winters, who is the person you play, and um, obviously I've heard about his escapades in the previous game, and then you start, and you know, he he goes through a lot in this game, to say the least. (laughs) And I first like this is just stupid, but I kind of warmed to him. Just because it, it just felt like a bumbling idiot who was getting all <laughs> he sorts of scrapes. Like that, yeah. He's just... yeah, and and as someone who's, I mean, I'm not. People only found out what it looks like because they they like got into the game and looked at, found a model because you never actually see his oh, face. Really? Oh, really? I assumed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, obviously, I know it's first person, but I assumed there was just you know artwork out there or whatever. Um, no, right, well, I, didn't, I, I didn't think realize. some models are because people like you know looked into the game and found stuff so you mm. never see his face you never you just it's all first person and like i said loads of stuff ha- bad stuff happens to him but by the end i kind of really i liked him for that it was just <laughs> yeah I, I was a fan of him as nondescript and as generic as ethan winters you know seems to be i quite mm. liked him but um no I, I i enjoyed the game but I, I can also totally see all the things that james says it wasn't it didn't feel that coherent but it was good for me because I mean I actually got to go through it, but I'm very interested to see where they go next. Mm. Cool. It's the just, whole it? um, the whole Lady Dimitrescu stuff is so interesting because, like you say, it's it's like impossible to gauge whether or not they really knew quite how much she would take off, right? Because like yeah, obviously, there's no way they could have planned that. Was... Yeah, like obviously, you know the way she looks, and like obviously vampires have previous for being, you know, like people lusting after them or whatever. Um, like that—that's a, a thing in in the genre, but the fact that her appearance in the game is relatively brief, like it's not like she's the main villain, is it? Which I think everyone sort of assumes no. she would be. It's yeah, it's just really interesting. Like if they'd known how people would react, do you think they'd have like completely sort of changed the pacing and made her a more sort of recurring this element? Question: Did they do another game with her? Like maybe, well, well I, yeah. I imagine she doesn't make it to the end of the game. I don't know. <laughs> no, I know, but there's such things as prequels. True. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Plus, obviously, supernatural. So they do whatever they want, really, can't they? Yeah, there's. A, yeah. I, don't know. I mean, I, I guess they could, but uh, who knows? Maybe Resident Evil Nine. No, the will question have, was, do you know, they? I'm saying Come no. On, Matt, put your money on the table. <laughs> no. no, Matt says no. no. It's probably going to happen then, isn't it? <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Resident Evil. Yeah, it's all right. Not great. 
Good. Resident right. Evil 8 out of 10. Yeah, I wasn't Seven. after a summary at the end there. <laughs> I wasn't going, Resident Evil, quickly summarise. I was saying, Resident Evil, that's done. Full Let's stop. move on. Yeah. Okay, so the other thing I played is the Famicom Detective Club. Um, one of the games. What it, is this? Okay, I've heard this so many times, but I don't even know what it is. So what it is, is this is a game that came out in the 1980s on the Famicom in Japan, not on the NES, but it was never translated like into English and released. And so what they've done is they've taken the game and the story and they've remade it as, you know, like with nice art style and all that kind of thing, but kept the main story and then released it on the Switch. As who's like they? A, Firstly, who's they? Nintendo. <laughs> It's it's right, a first-party Nintendo game. Do you need game. a fucking amiibo to get these new graphics? Is that what is? Is this going to be a regular occurrence in their games now? Not not in this case, no. Um, although no, you probably... was a serious question. It was a little gag. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I, thought, I thought I'd run with it. Um, but so <laughs> what it is is that they released they've released it as like a, a double pack of like two games. So there's two of these adventures. There's one that's called The Missing Air, and the other one's called um, The Girl That Stands Behind. And um, it's strange because I was really looking forward to these because as I talked about endlessly on these on on this show like i really enjoyed like graphic adventures like you know uh, graphic novels and stuff like that they mm-hmm. i really really dig them a lot and so i was looking forward to this because there's there are quite a lot of these on the switch but there's not a lot that uh, i found to be like really very good and you're thinking if this is coming from like nintendo like first party this should be good you know they should they should have done something with this you know that make it sort of worth releasing and it does look terrific it looks like the the work they've done on the visual style it looks very much I, i'd say it does look almost like uh, it actually it, it looks more like uh, Steins Gate which none of you have played I don't think which mm-hmm. is it has a similar sort of visual style to that and maybe not it's not really Phoenix Wright like it's more like sort of Steins Gate and the atmosphere in it is fantastic you know the music all of that is is really great and but <sighs> there's some big problems with this um, which have really prevented me from I, I couldn't I could not recommend it at all. First of all it's expensive. I mean it was like forty or quid or so I think it cost for like, you know, for these two games. And considering what they haven't done with it, I it's really, really, really difficult to recommend because first of all the main problem is the play mechanics because they've really dated like they've updated like the visuals they've updated all the sound all that kind of stuff but the way that you interact with the game is hasn't doesn't appear to have changed i mean i've not played the originals obviously but it uses that sort of menu system for interacting with the environment so you know how like with phoenix right you but you also have like a menu system but it's quite limited actually as to what you can do like you either have like talk or like examine and that's really about it when you're going through the investigation uh, sort of uh, sections with this you have a whole menu of different sorts of um, actions that you can perform such as like you know talk uh, show you know look and all that kind of stuff now you may be thinking, like looking at that and thinking, great, there's lots of ways to interact with this. But then the main purpose of any sort of scene you're in is to try and like sort of figure out how to get the information you need to unlock the next part of the conversation. And the trouble is, is when you've got so many options there, like so many options to like explore, it means that it sometimes becomes completely trial and error um, to figure out what you need to do to just to move the scene on, which is incredibly frustrating. So sometimes if you need to like if you to trigger like a next part in a conversation you it's not clear that you need to like talk with somebody like three times about the same subject so that then they reveal more information as it goes along and so if you've got maybe say six or seven things to talk about with a single person it can take ages to go through that and you don't know if there's still like an avenue you can go down um, for any of those 
which is incredibly frustrating. And it because it, it only occasionally highlights new information. But then sometimes, even when it does highlight new information, that's not actually what you need to choose. You need to choose something else that you are not aware of. And so it just becomes trial and error of just going through to try and figure out how to unlock you, you know, like just by clicking on everything in the scene to see if maybe you've missed something. And it's super frustrating, like really, really frustrating. I mean, I, I was on, I was on chapter, I got up to chapter four, and I was just sitting there thinking, this is just irritating. Like I'm, I'm enjoying the dialogue here, but I'm not enjoying how I'm moving ahead in this. It's just driving me crazy. And then, I mean, I've, I played it a bit more over the weekends, and I'm, I'm now, I think, chapter eight. And again, it's just, it's, it's just such a miss. It's like I don't understand why they couldn't have just simplified like the the interaction system to give you like much clearer visual cues as to where you should be looking and what you should be looking for. Because going through these exhaustive lists is just not fun. It's just irritating. It's just incredibly like, irritating. Do you think they're like, oh no, this is what games were like? back then and we need some sort of nostalgic feeling to these adventure style games it might be that you know, that's the only thing that makes like you could i mean that's the wrong thought to have <laughs> like definitely <laughs> i think it's the only it, thing that makes me understand these decisions it could be that the other reason could be because if i think if you if you streamlined it significantly the game would be r- much much shorter like it would be very yeah. very short to go through because this is a game that it doesn't have puzzles like not really there's no sort of puzzles to solve the only puzzle is basically how can i get to the next line of dialogue and so that's that's if you if you're pointing people towards where to go this would be over very quickly and there'd be not really so much point i mean i understand why they did this in the past because the whole idea was that you were supposed to sort of figure out and piece together how to get to the next line of dialogue and that was part of the part of the fun in inverted commas but over like the last couple of well over the last sort of 20 or 30 years or whatever people have figured out that that's not a fun gameplay mechanic at all i mean if you look at like the earlier like um text adventure games they were like this as well you know where you had like tons and tons of ways to interact um but they slowly pared it down and pared it down to make it so that it was more accessible to people and they haven't done that with this um which is which is a massive shame um it's it's all fully voiced as well and it just looks so nice but it's just i couldn't recommend it because it's i don't think people would want to sit there and have to spend all and it, this is what's so odd it's like you think why have they not tried to make this more accessible you know to, to people to you know to enjoy mm. it I, it just blows my mind i don't know why they've why they've not bothered at all to just streamline things a bit you know uh, over this but maybe maybe the When's next one's Granny's better garden gonna get this sort of upgrade that's what i want to know Tell me about yeah it. i want get that bring that back i never made also, it garden, fucking cupboard. we need the origin story don't we we do yeah. we do mate oh she was a witch right the granny wasn't that it? I don't know. There was a witch. Granny in was it. a witch. There was a witch in it, but I don't think that was the granny. Well, the granny was just in the witch's. No, the witch was just in the granny's garden. Yeah, interesting. So. But there, there was the there was the there was a the dragon as well. Mate. Right. Okay. Don't remember the dragon. Couldn't get past the cupboard, mate. Had to try and really? find a key to look. Yeah, there was a broomstick in there, I think. Someone told me. You had to put magic rings on each of the dragons or something, and it was a Wasn't worm in yeah. a fucking apple as well? That whole shit was weird. Why did they make us play that? It didn't seem educational at the time at all. No. Maybe that was the trick. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, so that's that's fun for the club. It's difficult to recommend. It looks really nice, but yeah, it's... um Yeah. There, there are better. I mean, it reminds me a lot of Jake Hunter, uh, which was another series that came out on the DS, which I enjoyed despite it being a mess, like in terms of interaction. And this is the same. 
it's just a shame. There's never anything as good as Phoenix Wright. But yeah, that's it. <laughs> There's never anything as good as Phoenix, Phoenix Wright. Right. And if you're not getting, then it really isn't worth getting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Can I talk about Knockout City? Mm. Go on, please do. Oh, yeah. A game I've been excited about actually since playing the beta. This was the dodgeball game released by EA in a similar sort of. I mean, you can make so many comparisons to that Rocket Arena game yeah. um, that they brought out that it's it's unbelievable. But this is another strange stab at trying to do something from EA. Um, it's a third person. Imagine a third person competitive multiplayer game but you're not shooting each other. You're throwing fucking dodgeballs at each other uh, around these maps. Um, The art style is so um, vibrant and cartoony that it's actually ended up being a little bit generic. Like, it's one Mm. of these games that is, yeah, it is vibrant and it has got a style to it, but you look at it and just go, it kind of looks like all the other games that try and stylize things too much and it loses any sort of... You know, the original attempt to try and stylize a game like this is to make it look unique, and somehow mm. that's not happened. The opposite's happened. I mean, when you first saw it, James, you were just like, oh no, because <laughs> it does look like that. You know, it's, mm. it's, um, um, what I will say is that my love of actually playing it has been, uh, has extended through to the full game. Um, I really enjoy playing the beta and I'm really enjoying playing this. The The actual mechanics of playing the game are so interesting and create so many great moments. Um, so I will try and I'm not going to go into the minutiae of what you can kind of kind of do, but to boil it down, there's three three different ways of throwing a ball and you can throw that ball at different paces as well, depending on how long you hold the trigger down. So there are various different ways you can try and trick opponents. Um, When you've got a ball in your hand, you can pass it, you can charge it up, um, you can drop it and just run off. Um, You can turn yourself into a ball and uh, (laughs) roll into a teammate's hand and they can build you up to a special move and stuff like that. Um, And and, uh, on the left trigger, so that's all done with the right trigger and holding different different combinations of buttons and stuff when you're releasing the ball. Um, But then on the left trigger, you've got a catch, which is only active for like a short amount of time. So, and there's a, a slight cool down to it. So you can't just spam catch. Um, there's also a dash button where you can just dash into other people and nick the ball off them or dash into a ball and stop it from flying at your head and stuff like that or just literally dash out of the way of it so that it's um, the ball's not coming out to you it's I suppose the way to explain why I'm finding it fun is that it's essentially a first person shooter where you can't really rely on twitch reactions to stuff you know what I mean Mm, it's not like you're coming across young people who can react 20 times better than I can at, at this point in my life. Um, so I'm just getting shot in the head by the, uh, at the other end of the map, you know, uh, like uh, another game I got into last year was that rogue company, which was good. But then you get to a stage where you find a team that's just good at call of duty stuff, yeah. you know, good at, at shooting to the point where they, you know, can snipe you from the other end of the map without even looking down the scope. And, uh, and it just, when you come across teams like that, it's really frustrating. What, what I found is when I've come across teams that are ripping us apart in this, it's just more entertaining working out how they're doing it and the tactics they're using, you know, like little tricks, like um, splitting up in a small portion of the map. You walk in, you see that you're being targeted by one of the players. They quickly pass it to their friend who 
shoots like hits you from behind um and you know all different weird little tactics that you wouldn't even think of when you first start playing the game come into play when i mean last night we had a proper session on it like a, an hour and a half to 2 hours um and a lot of that time we were absolutely caning uh, teams like we were thrashing them mm. because we were in contact with each other and we were telling each other where we were and making sure we were together at all times. But then we came across a couple of teams that had clearly gone to that next level of knowing what to do. And the idea of um, them nailing the catching mechanic was a real important way of destroying us because it felt at times that no matter how many times you throw a ball at them, they're just going to catch it and return it really quickly um, and trying to deal with that at the same time. Or, or you're aiming at someone, they're aiming at you, you get your throw off, and but there's already someone else behind you aiming at you and you just the moment you release the ball, you're getting hit in the back of the head with a ball. Um, so... That's exciting because it means that there's levels of skill to this. There is actual teamwork involved that that can um, push you forward. Because when you initially play, you don't really, you're not really on board with everything that's going on. You're not picking up on all the visual cues and the sound effects and stuff. So it does kind of feel like you're just making your way through a game. Um, but slowly, when you start working out what everyone else is doing and how they're achieving stuff, it it, it really opens up and becomes. I mean there's so many times where you walk into a room and there's a whole team in there and it's exciting because it's all going off. You know, you can barely hold onto a ball without being dashed out of the way and your ball stolen from you. And then there's balls flying left and right, but people are catching them like in quick succession and Mm. stuff. It's just really, really, really fun to play. My only concern is that I'm pretty sure it's going to be dead within a month. And it, it, and that's, I think that's frustrating. Because I hear so many people saying, oh, not another one of these, not another one of these. This is something different and it's fun to play. Mm. I can't see people jumping on board with it. And next time EA release a you know, first-person shooter and everyone rolls their eyes, or oh, another one of these games, I'll be like, yeah, but you didn't play the new stuff they were doing. <laughs> this weird stuff. Like, I can't believe EA have put this out. It's too weird. You, you, Do you think yeah, it's nice, could it have been it? better nice to have had a different they... visual style, Dave? I think it would be difficult. What route would they go down? Because mm. well, it's all realistic, isn't it? This is clearly inspired by That's Splatoon, you know, Splatoon and games like that. And I think, it, although the style's strange, man, like the 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 dressing around it is the, the narrator is a pirate radio DJ. And the lines he comes out with is just horrible constantly. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, you are ready to roll with the way coming up next and all this sort of stuff. And you're just rolling your eyes as he's bark- barking. It feels very like, destruction all styles in that sense. It feels like mm. the same sort kind of, of yeah. yeah. There's no, well, there's no attitude to it. It's not like one of those attitude things. It's just going for a level of cool that it doesn't hit. Like the lines are terribly written. You're expecting like the the narrator at some point to go, "Hey, an intern paid for the who wrote this one. <laughs> we offered this writer exposure as payment." <laughs> you know, it it feels like that. It feels kind of like you're going for a style, but it's so by the numbers that any sort of style that you're trying to put into it is completely lost. Um, but I I really like the the uh, 
cosmetics you're unlocking while you're playing. I'm really liking the moment-to-moment gameplay. It's just, it really does feel like one of those games that slips through the net and no one really gets on with. I mean, I really loved Onrush as well, but look how quickly that tanked. Um, Mm. I can see a similar thing happening here, partly due to lack of identity, mainly due to people not truly wanting something a little bit different. Because genuinely, if you want to try something different in a third-person shooter-style way, then you should absolutely play this. I mean, they haven't helped themselves by actually charging people to play it. You know what I mean? It feels like it should be a free-to-play game. Yeah. Um, And although it's on EA Play, I, I was reminded this week when I said to someone, you know, download this game, and they said, well... Actually, EA plays only on Ultimate Game Pass. Ultimate, it's mm-hmm. not on your normal Game Pass. Oh, so right. they couldn't okay. unless they wanted to to buy it. So you know, but actually putting a price tag on it and trying to get people to pay it, I think, might be a step too far for people. I but if you've got Game Pass Ultimate, I mean, it's on there. James, you saw a bit of it, mm. and you can see how it's a mechanics-based game that that everything that it does is set up to make for an, in, an interesting back and forth. Um, and it definitely provides that. I just don't know if it's got the legs to sustain the interest. It also looks um, like it would really benefit from team play as well, from like getting groups together to play it. God, yeah. You know, like, when we and- played it last night with a full team of three, it's three on three. And when we played with a full team of three, my word, did we have a good laugh? Like it was really good fun. Um, and you know, when you're all clicking together and you wipe out a whole team in the space of like, 30 seconds and it comes out with a triple knockout it's just like yeah that that was satisfying and it was way more interesting than just shooting a bullet into someone's head do you know what i mean it was there was a bit of back and forth with it there was a bit of passing and trying new things out and stuff there's more to it than just rocking into a room putting a crosshair over someone's head and pressing the fire button um yeah Interesting. Yeah, I, think I played a bit today. I, I made a training and I did two matches, and it was uh, fun. But yeah, all the things you just mentioned about seeing the uh, the minutiae of where people are and what to do in a certain situation is, I guess, what elevates it. I mean, it, it's mega fun if someone throws something, you throw something at them, and it may, they miss, and they throw something at you, and you catch it and throw it back at them. And yeah, it was a, uh, it was, it's, it's cool in that regard. I, I, I love you, the way if you if you're getting targeted from behind. And you manage to spin around, catch it, and dash it back and knock them out. There's, it's so satisfying. Like it is so good. You know it, that, it, that is feeling it like a quick of they turn thought they got the jump. Or is it really just using the stick to turn around? No, normally? it's using the stick. But the way it shows you where someone's aiming at you is really, really well done. You know, unlike in shooters where there'll be a red mark on one end of your screen or whatever, the whole game gets framed out by red. Um, border and there's like a white lump in that border showing where someone's aiming from and it's really intuitive like you know exactly where they are yeah uh, also um, if someone's already thrown it it then goes like zig is zigzaggy doesn't it so you already know someone's uh, launched it yeah 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 and Which is really cool. but, but what's even better with that is that you can use that to your advantage so as i said you can aim at someone so they know exactly where you are you watch them turn around, getting ready to, to try and catch the ball. And instead of throwing it, you press the left bumper button and you're passing it to a teammate. And suddenly you're not being aimed at from that situation. You're being aimed at from another place. 
Um, and one of our teammates worked out that actually holding down and charging the ball up and throwing it as fast as you can is not as effective as just tapping the shoot button or the right trigger and the ball slowly heading towards them because they're not used to the timing of catching that. Mm. Like it's all of a sudden it's like, oh, oh fuck, oh fuck. And then suddenly you hit in the face. It's, um, yeah, there's way more to it. Um, I just, I worry about its future. I think it will be like, I mean, have you ever heard anyone mention Rocket Arena <laughs> since <laughs> since they showed it off? It's it's such um, a no, weird then, uh, feeling, isn't it? When you, you play something, you see something, and you're just like, oh, this is great, but it's doomed. Like, yep. <laughs> like you just get a sense. It's like, like, this is clearly great, but I just, I can't see it getting enough traction. It's it's a shame. But I mean, ho- so, you know, hopefully you're wrong, but... But I feel like this has already had more buzz than Rocket Reen ever did. True. And the fact it's on Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah, but it's only because me. It's only because your friends with me. What is it on the radical height scale? Uh, Well, we'll see. But I mean, again, though, I I will state this. Next time I hear someone go, oh, not another one of these. I go, well, on on Rush. (laughs) Rocket, (laughs) uh, Knockout City. Yeah. Well, what do you want? Yeah. You know what I mean? You didn't play those, did you? Mm. Hate you all <laughs> you're the and, reason this is this hobby's so stale and it's like you say sort of even as you know broadly uh people who would rather pay up for a game and just own it rather than you know piss about with free-to-play stuff again you, you look at this and you're like no this this is the sort of game that has to be free to play now like that's how these games work how sad is that but yeah. it's yeah but it's yeah, yeah. but it's it's shit yeah. well Sean play it this week, definitely. No, well, I've got to download it. Play it while it's still got players. Because <laughs> uh, not only that, like it's a great, it's great that I can sit and play in front of the kids. They love it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. they love it. They walk, they walk around the house constantly, going, "It's all tied up," which is what <laughs> the, the narrator says every time that there's uh, an even game, and it happens constantly. It's all tied up, <laughs> just constantly. <laughs> Seeing a two-year-old belt that at five in the morning <laughs> is pretty amusing. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, right, and that's 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 knockout city. Definitely give it a go. Yeah, definitely well. give it a go. Uh, Sean, hello. On the last one on the list. Sorry, I've got loads. Um, I'll try not to take a million years. So I've been playing uh, the Wild at Heart, which is that came out this week and is on Game Pass. Um, it's very weird when you know when you come across a game where you just like the, on paper there's nothing original about this and yet it's so obviously wearing all its influences on its sleeve that it's like fine they're not hiding anything right and <laughs> and and as a result it sort of ends up being more than the sum of its parts right you start out um you're a kid or a teenager um who's running away from home Right, and it's sort of—it's not been explicit yet, but it's—I think it's—it's it's sort of implied um, that your dad's an alcoholic, right? And you sort of—you live in this sort of like sort of rundown house uh, near this forest, and yeah, you're escaping, right? And and the, the way it's sort of presented, and the soundtrack and everything, you're like, man, this is life is strange as fuck. This is really cool. <laughs> I really like this. And then you get out into the woods. And again, it's this this beautiful sort of two point five D art style, like all sort of you know really beautiful sort of hand drawn art, and it looks a lot 
like Don't Starve. Um, but nicer. Like Don't Starve is quite sort of bleak, whereas this is this is all beautiful and, and colourful and stuff. Um and then you start wandering around the woods and your sort of main like way of interacting with the world is that you've got a vacuum cleaner and you're using it to like activate things, move things around or whatever, and you're like, Oh, this is like Luigi's mansion. <laughs> but again, it's you know, done well enough that you're just like, Yeah, fine, this is cool, I like this. And then you start discovering magical creatures and stuff, right? You sort of you're running running away from home into the woods, but then you things go weird and suddenly you're sort of transported into this sort of otherworldly magical version of the woods. And you start making friends with these little sprites who run around at your feet and you use them to solve puzzles and you throw them around and sometimes they fight for you and sometimes they carry objects. And you're like, fucking hell, it's Pikmin! <laughs> what the fuck? And... Uh, is it intentionally so, or is it? Is it just it like? Be, yeah, it is. That's what I mean. Like, it's a so, few dots. It's it's no, like it, it's so blatant. Like it's literally like you know you'll you'll move up to a rock and it has you know like Pikmin. You move up to like a heavy object and it comes up with a little icon saying you know there'll be like one number and then a line and then a number underneath and it's basically yeah, telling yeah, you how you many. Pi- yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's got that. Um, and again, it's got the you know you're chucking them at enemies and they're like you know kicking like giant toads or whatever and and killing them and stuff and like yeah it's it's totally played for um okay but it's but it's fucking great like it's it's been such a nice time and again you know really nice having something finally that i feel like i can play in front of isaac like he really enjoys watching it um yeah just really enjoyable uh you know going around solving puzzles there is a bit of like uh, I mean, again, sort of coming back to the don't starve thing, there is a bit of sort of gathering resources um, and, you know, either selling stuff or or crafting stuff, like cooking meals, stuff like that. Um, just like there's no like hunger or anything. It's not a survival game, but just, you know, sort of creating health items and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, and, I, and I've, I mean, I'm only a couple of hours in and I'm now at the point where I've got like two different types of these little sprites and I've got the fire ones who can do fire stuff and are a bit better at fighting, but not so good at carrying or whatever um and it's already like you can see there's like where you know bits of the map that are blocked off by like ice stuff or or whatever and it's like right so there's going to be ice guys and then and then something else and honestly it's been absolutely delightful um if you like any of the games i've mentioned while describing it um like it's well worth checking out um i've not played star wise i think it looks gorgeous it's it's absolutely beautiful (laughs) um and yeah, as I say, it's sort of I'm not too far in story wise, but it's sort of implied that it's it's gonna, you know, deal with some like pretty heavy themes and stuff, but um yeah, I absolutely love it. Definitely check it out. Um cool. it does sound good. Yeah, it's it's proper good. <laughs> um the other game I've been playing is Hood Outlaws and Legends. Um so this is the one we saw at God, when was this revealed? I remember it, it seemed like a big deal. Um, it was the one where, you know, there was like a, it was all sort of pre-rendered, but it was essentially a sort of medieval heist game, right? Where there was, you know, um, there was like an archer and an assassin and then the guy who just carries the big hammer around and knocks the shit out of people. Um, and it was sort of, you know, the first trailer was like, look, here they are doing a heist in a cathedral or whatever, um, you know, taking guards out, sneaking around, whatever. And then, aha, there's another heist crew who's also going after the same thing. So it's this PvPVE game where you're, you know, so you're playing as as Robin Hood and his band of merry men, um, plus Marion. Um, 
and yeah so you, you know you, you start a match and the whole point is so every match is you're, you're in like an area so it'd be like a town or like say a cathedral or, or whatever and every match is the sheriff of nottingham is, is walking around and he's holding the key to the vault um so you gotta find him nick the key off him he's in like a ludicrous massive suit of armor and if he catches you he just sort of grabs you and breaks your spine immediately um so you have to be stealthy and, and steal from him uh steal the key from him then you gotta find the vault open the vault get a chest out of the vault and then take it to like an extraction point and get out but obviously there's another team trying to do the same thing um and it's a great idea but i uh, i've not got on with it at all um First off, we've added loads of technical issues, um, trying to play it with a couple of friends. Um, we were just like, there's we were, like, we were getting bugs straight away, just trying to join the same lobby, right? So you have like a camp where you, you know, unlock new stuff. Like, it's all, um, like, there's unlocks, but it's all like cosmetic stuff, new skins and stuff. Um, and there's like a little training area and what have you, but that's that's your, your lobby. So we're trying to get everyone in the same. So like so, you know, the same lobby and it was like it was like saying one of us was still joining but also in the game at the same time and then you know going through to like matchmaking it would then like sometimes just drop people or whatever and then you all have to quit out you know the sort of thing that like i'm i'm not saying is easy to get right but just, it's been a while since yeah, we, we've, it's the stuff that but, yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Um, i right. yeah, loads i mean the amount of times we've on loads of games, just okay. Everyone hard reset your Xbox. Yeah, exactly. Um, get fixed, hopefully. So, yeah, and then we we're trying to get into games. Oh, that was it. That was the other thing. So we then thought, well, maybe this is because crossplay is enabled by default, which is cool that it's in there. But we thought, oh, maybe that's causing issues. Turned it off. Could not find a game, like at all. Um, oh wow! So that was yeah. I mean, it's only been out a week and a bit, so that's not a not a great sign. Um. So there's no actual matchmaking in terms of making sure you're playing against people of similar skill, right? So we're all like level one or one or two <laughs> um, players, and it's putting us up against people who, bear in mind the game's not been out very long, level 100 players who, I don't know if they've hacked it or what. Um, I mean, either, either they have hacked it or... Well, sorry? How does that always happen? Well, this is it. It's like, like, it always feels like... Yeah, either there's an exploit or they've hacked it. Because not everyone's in their 30s or... with kids. Well, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, then, but surely, even with all the time you know, in the world on your hands, you shouldn't be able to reach the maximum level in like a week. Um, so I don't know. Or maybe it's the devs. Who knows? Um, but yeah, and then, so as I say, there's all these different characters. You know, two of them are stealthy, two of them less so. Um, but like you know, you've got your range stealth character, you've got your melee stealth character, um, and then yeah, there's like there's little John who is just a big guy with a hammer who you know, but he can also sneak to an extent. Um, but basically, what we found was most games we played, you'd go up against another team who have who just have two or three little Johns, and will just storm the objective every time and just batter the shit out of everyone. No real requirement to be stealthy, um, and just unfortunately wasn't that enjoyable as a result. And it's just such a shame because, like, obviously it's a, it's a good idea. It's a really good idea that there is something here. Um, it's just unfortunately it feels like they never like play tested it with people who 
didn't care about you know adhering to the devs vision do you know what i mean like obviously they've, they've created these four characters to sort of complement each other and they've and they've sort of made this game thinking yeah well some How players, players will be either side uh four players either side four yeah, yeah. why um, don't you just like you select one of them well this is it yeah like just limit it to one one of each character per yeah. team seems like an we obvious kind of use that on games avengers down. and people getting annoyed because Maybe someone of your friends has only played as a Hulk, and like, well, someone yeah, hold on, they, 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 hold on. They, they, they've done, they've done it on Apex Legends, and it was fine with that. They do it, mm-hmm. they do it in Rainbow Six um, Siege. Yeah, yeah, fine yeah. with that and all. Yeah, could, although there's I mean, more than this, just four characters. Yeah, could yeah. this be reworked though, Sean? Do you think? Like, if they, I do. They re- like, as I say, I think it's just the. <laughs> It's like it's just, you know, this game has come out into the real world and players have gone, well, I don't really care about being... St- I don't really care about playing this the way it was intended. And they're doing their own thing. And unfortunately, that also works <laughs> and sort of breaks the experience for other people who were, you know, who thought they were signing up for a, like a stealthy heist experience. Um, also, Robin Hood characters, they've never been like... Do you know what I mean? I'm not sitting there going, oh, I want to be little John. I want to be like Fire Tuck. <laughs> yeah. He is yeah. in it. Fire Tuck's in it, and he's a good. He's like a weird melee character, but boy. he's got like support Healer. abilities and stuff. Um, yeah, Fire he heals, does he? He was He heals, does he? Uh, I don't know if he does heal. I think he has like a weird ability uh-huh. where he can like see enemies through walls and stuff and helps helps other people. Oh, yeah, no, I saw, <laughs> yeah, no, I heard Classic that about Fire Tuck. Yeah, he's yeah, 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 pure Fire Tuck. See, see through walls. Um, yeah. I actually considered guess, becoming uh, a, a Robin monk. Hood has a bow and arrow. <laughs> and, uh, okay. Um, How do you give support? Yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing. You can, when you finish a mission, you can choose whether to like you choose the balance of like what you keep and what you give um, to like the community. But then it's not entirely oh, clear what the latter on. does. Surely you should give all of it. Yeah, who's giving it to the community? Well, yeah, don't know. It's weird. No one. Um, so yeah, just no really one. cool idea, but just the implementation of it is somewhat lacking, and uh, it's a shame. Um, I do hope that they're allowed to stick with it and support it, because um, there is real potential there. I think once they've solved the you know sort of weird balancing issues, I think also like like a, a another map with, with like slightly different objectives, like they're all the same format. Um, so I can, you know, I can see that getting stale quite quickly as well. Um, so yeah, shame. But I do hope there are to mm. carry on supporting it. As I say, maybe maybe it's foundations at least. Hopefully they'll, they'll tweak things and improve it. Yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. Um, the other game I've been playing is Demio or Demio. Is it? Demio? I think they say Demio in the game. But you know, um, Sean, when you when yeah. I saw this on the list, I thought I need to have a look and see what this is. Yeah, I typed it in as Demio. Uh, by mistake, and do right. you know what that is? No, it's a board game. And I looked at it, and I was just like, "Oh, I hang on, well, what sort a... of board game is it?" Because that might be an intentional reference. Then it's it's an abstract strategy board game for two players, ah, okay. invented by Christian Feeling in two thousand. No, okay, it is that's... a variant oh, of the yeah. game Drafts. Yeah. Well, I typed it in wrong as well, and ended up with pasta sauce. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> <it's>, um, <laughs> I loved the sound of it. No, so it's nothing. It's nothing like Damio. But um, so this is a Oculus Quest game um, where basically you know PokerStars VR. Yeah, I'm aware yeah. of that video game. You're, yeah, you've heard of it. Um, yeah, very aware of it. Basically that, but for a like turn-based sort of dungeon crawling um, oh, tabletop fuck. game. Okay. Um, yeah, I know, I know, I've lost you. I know it's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you play it with randoms? Uh, yeah, you can. Yeah, 
Um, although I haven't done yet. Have you tried that? No, oh, not yet. You've got I've, to try that, man. That'd be fucking weird, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, but that's part of it, isn't it? The weirdness. <laughs> I suppose. Like, that's um, part of the fun of Poker Stars VR when you're sitting around the table. Like, we've had games where we're just playing with mates or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's always more entertaining to open a few seats up for some randoms to come in and just <laughs> see what the fuck is going on there. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, so it's, yeah, sort of, uh, you know, old Dungeons and Dragons style, um, sort of making your way through dungeons, um, you know, killing enemies and stuff. Um, but yeah, with, with this this cool um, way of doing it, that you you know, obviously you're a, a like a floating mask with with like two hands, and there's other people playing with you, and you're all like, you know, rolling the dice, you know, picking up pieces, moving them around, and stuff. Um, and it's yeah, it's it's proper good. It's like you know, in game terms, like it doesn't necessarily do anything that like if you're into these sorts of things, like it doesn't do anything like massively um innovative but just for that sensation of like it doesn't need to does it exactly yeah yeah. it's just the the fact that it's that but in vr and you know in a a year where a lot of people will have been robbed of this kind of thing if they you know had a group that used to meet up with like it's probably been a while before they've you know uh, since they've been able to do this sort of thing um it is weird isn't it like mm. i I remember playing poker stars with my mates Mm. and you'd play for like an hour and a half two hours which Mm. is a long time in vr Mm -hmm. And you take your headset off and you just kind of, you have that weird feeling afterwards where it was like, my mate was just like sitting there. Like it felt like, and now they're not. That is weird. Yeah. Yeah. You do get those moments. Yeah, totally. Um, And like, you know, and it's not like you're all sort of stood over the table and that's the only way you can do it. Like you can, so obviously you can use your hands to sort of drag yourself around the table, but you can also like pull yourself towards it but rather than rather than you just getting closer like it completely changes the scale of the table so you can basically keep you know pulling yourself further and further in until you're essentially like in the dungeon like looking around at what's like nice. what's going on as if it was like you know real size um yeah and it's, it's fucking great really good fun um there's i think there's only they like are. one Go on. get this mm. dungeons of dragon game um, there's cards and stuff in yeah, it yeah. right yep yeah, you probably all sitting there thinking, oh, Dave's going to rip on this. But let me let me tell you something. Let me surprise you. <laughs> go on. I think that sounds great. Yeah? What about that? There you go. Many layers to this onion. <laughs> you know what I mean? You think you know me, you don't know me. All right? I'm, I'm crying right now. This is beautiful. Mm. Oh, I'm saying nothing. What? <laughs> because of the game or my re- revelation that I've flipped the uh, the view of my personality <laughs> on his head. In a bit of both. <laughs> also, you mentioned onions. <laughs> Uh, cool. so yeah been real- does sound good Sean. yeah it, it's wicked um it's one of the few like you know so many quest games i've enjoyed but it's always been like 20 30 minutes like oh that was a cool experience and i do really like those things but this is yes. one of the few where i'm properly like no this is a computer game that i will put a lot of time yeah. into you know yeah this is it mm. exactly the same situation mm. every time i've used um uh vr headsets mm. i'd be like yeah this is a really cool experience and look what this does and mm. this is good but they always feel like gimmicky like as i said like um uh fairground rides yeah you know yeah yeah yeah. it's something to do for 10 to 15 minutes and enjoy for a little bit yeah and that's it but then when it comes to poker stars vr it was like no i'm sitting playing this for like two hours straight <laughs> yeah and i'm getting immersed in it yeah yeah yeah. and yeah, this totally. this style of game is perfect for vr i don't yeah. really, it's it's the first thing i want people to try because mm-hmm. it's like yeah all that stuff is cool but this you feel 
more social. Yeah. You feel like you're more immersed in it because you're talking to people mm. and the multiplayer sitting around the table stuff has been the stuff the, the yeah. things that have grabbed me more than it was <laughs> it was little things like um so again like you know i'd be like hovering over this table i'm like looking down at what's going on and without even thinking like i just crouched to get closer to it <laughs> yeah and just yeah, and sort well, of have a look yeah. around and just little things like that that you, you know you don't even think about doing it and you just yeah it's great Really yeah. good. Dropping your cards and then looking under the table for it. Oh, we're bonding, Sean. We're fucking bonding, mate. Uh, um, I mean, yeah, we should. I, I mean, we've still not played PokerStars together, have we? We need to sort that out. We're going to that, sort it out. That'll be it's funny. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. We're going to do a community it's night. Gonna it's going to happen. Yeah, man. For sure. I can't wait. Uh, um, the, only, okay, cool. the only other one is, and this will be relatively brief, uh, start playing Final Fantasy X again because the, oh, yeah. the HD version uh, appeared on Game Pass. And I was intrigued, and fucking hell, you forget how weird that game starts. Um, who's who's played it? Any of you? It's it's Is the it only Final 10? Fantasy game I've ever finished. Okay, same, um, yeah. <laughs> same. Um, so that's interesting. Um, but yeah, just the intro is so fucking odd. Like I remember, you know, you start off as Tidus, and he's in you know Zanakand, which is still like pretty incredible visually, like in terms of design, like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously this is a up-res PS2 game. I think they've, you know, played with some of the textures and stuff as well. I can't imagine this is like like a straight port um, that just happens to run in HD. Like it, it still looks all right. Um, and just yeah, the, like the design of the city is amazing. And then, like I remember, you know, Sin attacks and it all kicks off. I completely forgot that there's like a whole like hour of just not really knowing what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. And like doing all those underwater bits and stuff, and a fight with a jellyfish. There's like so many bosses that just appear for like five minutes and then fuck off again. Like all these like amazing. <laughs> That's a sort staple of-, of Final Fantasy for me. That I well, never yeah. know what the fuck is going on in those games. There's <laughs> um, also like yeah, it's like boss. It's like boss fight after boss fight yeah, as well, yeah. which is really irritating. Yeah. I found, but you know, really weird. But um, but yeah, having a really nice time with it, and for some reason, Isaac really enjoyed watching it as well. Um, it's got a cracking soundtrack. Yes, the really good soundtrack, good. and it's all like well, mostly been sort of rearranged and re-recorded as well for the for this one, which is cool. Um, so, it, I mean, it's one of those where you know the the HD version just means it it looks like you remember it looking right. It just sort of bridges that gap. Like it doesn't. It's not like holy shit, they've like remade the whole game. It just means you're not looking at it going, oh Jesus, is that what it actually looked like? Um, so yeah, it's good. It's really nice. Um, it's a nice one to go back to. So I mean, I'll never. There's no chance I'm going to finish it again. But it's just yeah, been a, a you're nice. Not, you're going to get hardcore into uh, Blitzball. No, I mean I never did. Even when I finished it back in the day, I'd played that one mandatory Blitzball match yeah. and then never again. Because um, I, I remember reading like online people just saying things like, "Oh, this is just as good as like you know, it's like football or something like that." And I was like, no, it's really not. <laughs> it's really not. Because <laughs> isn't terrible, it like? But, yeah. I think don't you have to play Blitzball to get most of like Wacker's best abilities and stuff as well? Yes, yeah, yeah. you do. Yeah. Oh yeah. fuck that! Not doing it. Um, but yeah, just a nice trip down memory lane, I guess. Um, be interesting to see how much yeah. I, I persevere with it. But yeah, it's been cool to go back. You might want to play Final Fantasy VII Remake after this, Sean. Yeah, fucking, I actually really don't, should. Don't but I just, I never turn the PS4 on anymore, which is a shame. Too loud. Wakes up the neighbours. No good games on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> James, James, come over, mate. When James come over in a week. Oh, was he listening we to the like, PS5? Okay, yeah, yeah, he said, 
I want you to turn your PS5 on so I can hear it. <laughs> I was like, okay, and he's going right up to the fans with his ear and stuff. <laughs> and you, James? Yep. And you walk I mean, straight I... over to the Xbox and put your hand over the vent to test the temperature. <laughs> just curious. So, so, you know? so what, was, what was the verdict of the PS5 then? Is yours definitely too noisy? It's definitely louder than, than David's. Yeah. Okay. It's but it, the thing is, this is the thing though. It's not like ridiculously loud. Mm-hmm. It's just there's a perceptible noise. Yeah. You know, and, and when you know Whereas, it is slightly worse than others, that must be great. Exactly. Yeah. Did you not tempted but, to like swap it Indiana Jones style when you're at Dave's. <laughs> hey, probably, yeah. Should have done that. Although, no, because yeah, Charlie would have rolled down the hallway towards him. Wouldn't have worked. Um, but yeah, the testing the temperature of the, the Xbox was funny. <laughs> I was just curious, funny. you know, just like you know, you heard all the things about all the stuff. I just I'm fully, feel, fully agree you know? with you. I like that's totally fine. If it's just mm. watching your hand hover over the vent, I just like <laughs> chuckle to myself a little bit. It's not weird. Like it's not even weird. It's just like, of course, you want to. I mean, you haven't got that console. But. It does look better though, doesn't it? I mean, it's it's just in the oh, sense yeah. that I mean, it, it just looks fits better in. by not looking shit. Like, exactly. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> it could just be a speaker, you know, sitting there, which is much much better for like you know. For they a room managed like to that. make it look half the size of that. For, and obviously, we allowed people over now. Like Joe had her friends over for the first time in our new flat, and they were just like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> it was like done. I do, and I think they expect me to go. Oh no, man, that's that's like really cool. But I'm just like, no, nah, I hate it. It's horrific looking. <laughs> what can you do? You can't defend it. Jesus. Um, just buy a bigger box to put it in. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not constantly. But well, where would the air go, Matt? <laughs> like that special. The flaps direct the air. Don't I do. They? They do. You'd have to just you build the other the bigger box. I'd have to just have more cat. flaps on it. <laughs> Even bigger flaps. Okay. All right, we're done with talking about what we've been playing. Let's let's get to your questions, listeners, as if you didn't have enough of that last week. <laughs> We've got fucking loads as well. And there yeah, are, and well, there's actually loads of good ones, Fuck so em. I don't know where to make the cuts. But, I mean, we'll see how we go for time, and <laughs> I'll do it, do it on the fly. Uh, if you want to send okay, us... last one, last one. If you want to send us any <laughs> questions... Visit tcgs.co forward slash dear tcgs. James is ma- no, mass selecting questions. every single question <laughs> as if he's going to delete them. Hovering over the backspace key. Uh, SMW, not gaming related, it's a great start, uh, but how on earth does anyone afford childcare slash uh, going down to one income? Any tips? Very much appreciated. They can't. Yeah, it's just shit. It's just going to be a, a yeah, shit couple of work years. hard part-time. She's mm-hmm. itching to go back full-time just so we can live. Yeah. For another month, yeah, it's wank. It's um, yeah, it's really bad, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's really bad. The the secret trick that you know, if you know anyone who who you know, they all you know, like both parents work full time and they seem to manage, you know, either paying for childcare or whatever. Usually, the secret trick is they've got grandparents nearby who are helping out. Um, certainly, that's how we managed for the first couple of years. Um, like you know, each set of grandparents doing a day a week, and then paying for childcare for the other you know the other days. Um New also rearranged her working days so that she so she works every other weekend but she has Wednesdays off so she covers Wednesdays but then you know you get to see her every other weekend. Um so yeah unfortunately just, yeah you just have to figure out sacrifices no one way or the other. Yeah, that, I mean for us yeah we just had to do the whole full four time thing. No mm. one ever told me that full time childcare would be like over a thousand pounds. I was never warned about it's that. Shocking, before. isn't it? 
I mean, obviously, you know, it's once, money, we, once they hit three, we've got part time. We've got part time childcare, and it's over a thousand pounds. Yeah, it might be different South, in London, it? but um, well, I, I mean, like, when I was in like, uh, yeah, in like, ner- like uh, you know, preschool and nursery and stuff, it's mm. a lot of money. Yeah. Obviously, once, wait, wait, yeah. here's the, here's the shocker, right? Yeah. So the government give you a certain amount of hours a week at a certain age. So that doesn't start until they're free. Free, yeah, I think. yeah. So for the first three years, it's just like, nah, <laughs> just don't worry about childcare, right? And and then when you finally get the childcare, we were in a situation where Harry was in nursery part time, and we said, okay, cool, we don't have to pay for nursery anymore mm-hmm. because the the hours that they're giving us for free covers the hours yeah, that he's yeah. in the nursery. And the nursery went, mm, yeah, we're not doing that. What? What? Our charges are our charges are way higher. So oh, that's right. The, yeah, uh, yeah. Than what they're offering. Um, so the only way we're going to let you do that is if he goes in full time, but that'll end us co- yeah. that'll end up costing us more anyway. <laughs> yep. Jesus. What are you going to do? Find another nursery at this point? Nah. <laughs> so we just didn't get those three hours of childcare. Jesus. Like, Fuck you. Yep. That was a bad situation. That was a bad day in the Turner household. Yeah, but and but yeah, basically you just make sacrifices where you can until they turn three and then unless you end up in Dave's situation, suddenly you go, Oh god, childcare is basically free now. Don't ask me why that's the system. Like what fu- what like does the government think, oh well, one of you can just quit work for best part of three years <laughs> and then it's free. So well what needed this like two years ago for fuck's Especially sake. when it's like, oh, so you letting us have three years paternity but nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, you're not getting that. Yeah. Uh, get back to work. We can't which whatever. Do it sort yeah. something. Yeah, it's because the sort people of... making the laws all got houses with like box of cereals and stuff, didn't they, when they were growing up? <laughs> so it's like you know, they don't get it. <laughs> um, political. I mean the the, <laughs> the good news is uh you're gonna be so busy and tired and stressed the whole time, you're gonna be you don't really mind I'm being skint on top of that. It's just <laughs> not really a problem. This is a small, it's a small portion of the pain. Yeah. You, I do have those moments though where I'm sitting there and I'm just thinking, how the fuck do people do this? Yeah. How do they do it? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, it is. Oh, well. Yeah, at times I thought, we actually did a math saying like, if we both quit our jobs and we're on a dole or whatever it's called, <laughs> you know, like, would we have more money? Like if, if we didn't work at all, would we be better off and actually see our daughter more? Yeah, you know, having to pay all this money and not even seeing her all day. It's just, uh, and that's especially the worst bit. like, and I know it wasn't necessarily a fun experience, but like, obviously you were furloughed for a bit last year, weren't you, Matt? Yeah. There must have been a part that of you was, that was just like, what that, do you mean I have to fucking amazing. work again? Yeah, now? Just <laughs> spend time with yeah. So, yeah. I think a lot of people have like had a taste of like, just not having to work for a bit, and yeah, actually but doing that between the ages of zero and two oh, yeah, is no, not absolutely. like there's no point where I'm going. Oh, I just want to give up everything and look after this kid because <laughs> you know I no, appreciate absolutely. not having to. And do like, that. and I think obviously that there's definitely an argument that like the kid benefits from you having your own you know, corner of your life, life. that isn't necessarily yes. part, you know anything to do with them or, or what have you. But yeah, anyway. Uh, also not a gaming one Oliver Oxocube says hello my best friend is getting married next week and I'm the best man however I've told him I won't be doing a speech as I just can't do public speaking I have a feeling he may try and spring it on me anyway um, but I'm not sure what to do if he does do you think I'm in the wrong saying I can't do one have you guys uh, any of you guys ever been best man any other best man tips that's a lot um um 
I mean, can I, can I take this? If you want, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Go yeah. for it. If you're really worried about doing a speech, like to the point where, I mean, everyone worries about doing a speech. Yeah. It's a really nerve wracking thing to do. Yeah. There's, there's no shame in being worried about it. Mm. What I would say is that when you are, I should probably say no, because mm. it's part of doing the best man thing, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's the, it's the main job. And it's kind of like, you've just got to, if it's really that bad, then you've just got to say, I don't feel I could do this. Yeah. I mean, definitely speak, you know, that's my point of view. Mm-hmm. And maybe your friends are way more understanding and you would go, I can't do the speech. And they'll go, all right. But you should definitely say something if you're that worried about it, for sure. Mm. You yeah, know that'd what I mean? be worse. And, if like thinking, what if they say speech time now? I'd rather know one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if your friend turns around and goes, oh, well then, I don't think you could be my best man. Don't take it personally. Just go, mm. I completely understand. No worries. I'm still going to really, you know, enjoy the wedding. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the. I it's can't still situation. go to the wedding, can't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, you um, are bad. You are bad. Really this enjoy. is the day before the wedding. What are we supposed to do now? <laughs> um, I think, like, it's getting more you know, common can... for, you know, grooms to just have, like, a set of groomsmen and not necessarily have one particular best man and, like, so you've got like two or three mates and they've all got different jobs on the day or whatever. Um, mm. But I mean, maybe that I've seen more of that just because obviously I've got more friends who are socially awkward nerds. But um, oh God, I was listening to radio or a podcast or something mm. where they were complaining about being a groomsman. Yeah. It's like, oh, I just, I don't want to just be at the wedding, pay someone to do that. I don't what? want to do these little tasks throughout the day. And I was just thinking two things here. A, look, a, one, you could say no. Yeah. Two, do you know how much stress that groom and the bride are under? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Three, do you know how expensive weddings are? Just fucking hand some fucking leaflets out as the people are walking in. That's all you're asked to do. Yeah, yeah. You're getting a free meal. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's usually a lot of free booze about. Yeah, man. Just, oh, it really wound me up that. I was like, these are people that haven't got married. Yeah. Like, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, that day is stressful. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be a groomsman soon. Very looking forward to it. Oh, nice one. Yeah, I could do yeah. the good wedding. Yeah, big time. I think we all could do. Yeah, can we? Except for James. James hates them, right? I do. I hate weddings. Yes. Yeah, even oh, we must have had this discussion before, but even friends' weddings. We have the the only wedding I've been to that is one that I've actually enjoyed was David's. That's the only one. Eventually, I, I thought we'd what do you mean eventually? <laughs> no, well, I, I didn't, probably no, when I, I showed the up. The only one even. I didn't say eventually. It's the only one oh, okay. that I've enjoyed was the one was yours. I've not enjoyed any other wedding I've ever been to, including your own. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't enjoy that at all. Yeah, no, he's <laughs> told me that before. Okay, he hated yeah. his own wedding. Yeah. yeah, you said what did you say to me? I wish there were never pictures taken. That's what <laughs> yeah. you said. It's just I never I wanted know. to see it again. Have you not? No. Th- oh. It's just mate, renew your vows. I just didn't enjoy it. Fuck it. No. No, all right. No, hold on. Do you think it would have been different if you'd have done it like now? Yeah, if I'd have done it now, I think it'd have been different because I would have definitely wanted to have more, probably more control over it and done actually what we wanted to do rather than it just being. I know, I know it is. That's the whole point, isn't it? It's for everyone else, not for you. Oh, no, no, no. Still, wedding's all about you, mate. No. (laughs) Well, no. I think there's a bit, I think there's a bit and a bit like uh, there's, there's, 
it's sort of half and half. You, mm. you yeah, it's definitely. not all about the bride and groom because you're inviting a load of people to come. Exactly. Like, you yeah. want you want them to have a good time too. But then also, it's not all about your guests either. You've got yeah. to have the day that you want. Yeah, hundred percent. Mm. So no, that's what I'm saying, James. I, I was, like, re- yeah, do a renewal of vows and have the wedding you actually yeah, wanted. I think. I think. Um, maybe not straight away, obviously, right? But I think Sean has got a point. Maybe you don't want to look back on a day like that and hate it. Yeah, man. See, maybe we, renewing a vow at some experience. point would be really good. See, we had a weird experience as well because we had to do it twice. Like we had it in China, and we also had yeah. it here as well. Okay. And that met, kind of meant that it felt less special as well, anyway, right, because of yeah. the fact that it was kind of like across two places. And also, I'd been to so many weddings when I was over there, and just. I absolutely couldn't stand them because they <laughs> like over there they go on for hours and hours and hours no, and they're right. dreadful yeah, and so it's is. just like you know I'm not enjoying this at all oh, oh, James man that would be something to think about in the future to actually say we don't look back on our wedding situation with much you know mm. like because Joe and I watch the video of the wedding once a year you know on our anniversary and stuff and it still gets talked about and that's really cool to have a day like that, man, you should you should do something. Yeah, man. I'll tell you, if I did do that, I'd just do just friends. I'd only have friends. I'd exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just find like that, you know? Can that... I be the best man to do the speech? Please. Please, Jack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to do the, the... Stag, the stag do. I was going to say, can, yeah, we not, can, we not, do can we not all be groomsmen <laughs> and we'll just do a live show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing. I, ne- I never had a stag. I never had a stag do or anything either. Oh, really. man. oh man! So that was you know that, sad. that never happened. Ja, well, we're live streaming that stag do, James. <laughs> what you um, it'll be in hot tubs. It'll be fine. Um, what, James, what you? Who would be your best man now? I oh, don't ask him that on the know. show. That's weird. That's that's a horrible Come thing on. to do not on the show. Because yeah. you know I'm supposed to say you on. It's me, right? It's, like, it's yeah. got to be me. <laughs> I mean, me, James. Right? James, I'll let you off the hook. Obviously, you've known me for the shortest amount of time. I'm not expecting anything. Uh, don't worry about it. I'm bowing out. <laughs> yes, can't, he is. Can't I just have all three as groomsmen? Can't okay, just do yeah. that. Fuck and then off, Dave and James, James you cop out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I ain't coming. I pay someone to do that. I'm not doing that. Something to consider, James. Joe's really going on about getting an eternity ring. Is that? Have you guys had that yet? What's no. the difference between a wedding ring and an eternity ring, please? Don't know. Okay, <laughs> just, just another ring. To, That's yeah. ten years or something, isn't oh, it? Right, okay. Yeah, I thought it was like ten years, but she was saying it after like the first couple of years. I was like, <laughs> leave off. I mean, even t- I mean, piss. even ten years in the face of eternity. It's not really. It's a drop in the ocean, isn't it? It's not- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, till death do us part, yeah. right? Yeah. So when we do die, we can part. <laughs> Come on, eternity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quite a commitment. <laughs> um, I hope that answers your oh, question. No, so Oliver. yeah, so actually, that's often given not on the first anniversary. Yeah, that's what I just saw. Yeah. Oh right. Wow. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, I'm who, who, who's that? Mr. Mr. Goldsmith has written that article of that. <laughs> well, this is, yeah, it's like the whole, no, no, like, oh, it's, it's not them, it's Mr. Ring Mr. Samuel, Samuel, actually, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> <Banter>. <laughs> Nothing vicious. But yeah, it's like the whole thing about, you know, wedding ring is supposed to cost three times your monthly salary or whatever. Load of shit invented by a jewellery company. Anyway. Also, um, it well, that went up the more people said it to me. Oh, really? It was like, oh, it's one month salary. It's two month salary. Three months it's three month it. salary. Yeah. And I went, all right, Joe. You've, <laughs> you've said all this in the last hour. <laughs> I heard it was one year's salary. Uh, can you please read the next email? Because the name of whoever sent it in is absolutely perfect. <laughs> 
This comes from Kettle Keith. <laughs> Quick, you've been invaded by a zombie invasion. You only have the items in arm's reach to use. What do you have to protect yourselves from the onslaught? Shit, a desk fan. Yeah, that's a good start. Turn it on. You can fucking like a, like it's a yeah, little you could, buzzsaw. You know, that's a very good yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. I've, got, I've got a pair of scissors. desk fan doing that, can't you? Yep. I've got a pair of scissors here. <laughs> That'll, that'll yeah, I've got a little handy. pair of scissors that I'd trim my nails with and a, a kazoo that doesn't work because Isaac screwed the uh, the top off. Oh, coat hanger, fold-up chair. It'd be like a WWE yeah. match. <laughs> Do you know, um, I reckon I could use my snowball because I reckon you could bludgeon that's something. That's the point, yeah. If you just, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all apart. That, that, that's, it's an old, old mic. Also, you get to record seconds. it all. <laughs> 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 all you'd hear is, take this. <laughs> I mean, I've got my PS5 in arm's reach, so oh, there, you go. there won't be any zombies surviving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can lift that. it up. <laughs> <laughs> I've got point. loads of Lego. I could just put that on the floor and a zombie would yeah, just yeah, go, yeah. oh, fuck. I've got an electric drum kit, so if nothing else, there'd be a great beat behind the Yeah, yeah, yeah. last time you played that electric drum kit? I'm interested. Well, a long time. Two weekends ago. But basically, yeah, when we got bad. it, which is the, basically the best Christmas present ever, yeah. um, but then we'd realise, oh no, we need to like soundproof the room, and actually we need to like get the, a new door, and we need to get like a drum mat, and so we haven't mm. got around to it yet. I want you actually, to- James, isn't uh, aren't your guns in arms room? <laughs> the actual guns he you keep one stuff down his trousers. Oh, they're no. in his loft, aren't they? Yeah, okay. yeah. which is not in arms reach. That? You don't just keep a little sidearm on your belt at all times, just in case. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I mean, down my sock, actually. Don't. <laughs> I've got one little, little, little daring Are you wearing one of those gun life. holsters? Yeah, yeah, mm. just, you know. just on, on, my, on my leg. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think over your shoulder, that, those ones. Yeah. Bandolier. Yeah. Have your fancy glasses. No, no, no. It's, it's portable telephone. <laughs> yes. That's what it is. It's <laughs> <laughs> one or two calls, punk. You had a cop? Um, you had a cop? <laughs> Has anyone watched um, Army of the Dead that came out recently? I haven't, but Tignataro's in it, so I'm interested. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. It's 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 stupid, but uh-huh. it's, it's an enjoyable two hours, you know. Yeah. Well, this ain't the film show, is it? Hey, well, it bloody should be um, <laughs> the cinema Tig, movie show. Tig, Tig is sadly unutilized. Oh, really? Shame. But but still good. Cool. I, I enjoyed it. The next question. Okay. Sorry, that was my dog blowing her nose. If you heard that. Uh, next question comes from Tassimo With a Terry. What's well, sorry? <laughs> yeah, he's doing a coronavirus test. <laughs> you got to blow your nose before you stick that stick right up there. Twist it around ten times. Have we talked about uh, people discovering discovering a fetish for that? Have we talked about that? Ugh, sorry, how could you possibly f- discover Apparently, a fetish for that? Due to COVID, people have discovered a fetish for having stuff jammed up their noses. Oh, I hate it. I sneeze three times. I gag. I gag four times. I have to Mm. wait for my eyes to stop watering, and then I sneeze after the nose one. I've 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 not had one. It's it's looking like I might get through this whole ordeal without a single test. What you're supposed to be testing twice a week, yeah? Only if you go. Only if you're going into the workplace. I'm not going anywhere. Oh man. You got to smash them though. The, 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 yeah, I'm doing mine twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> Just for a Love laugh. It. You're sitting there looking over it and you're like, oh, is it 30 minutes? Has that line turned up yet? <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Uh, it's a lot of entertainment in this house. <laughs> <laughs> you should do a podcast on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might do. <laughs> Corona calls. <laughs> is that <laughs> offensive? Tassimo Terry. 
which is very good, by the way. Enjoyed that. I like, yeah, I like that. Uh, it says, hey, guys, uh, just wondering how Sean has been getting on with his radio-controlled car. He influenced me to get the same model, and I've been enjoying it quite a bit. Shame about the constant repairs I have to do to it, or maybe I'm just too rough. Would any of the rest of you be interested in getting an RC or drone in the future? Cheers, lads. Tassimo Terry. Um, getting on very well with it, although the battery charger that came with it is now fucked. As I was warned... Uh, it would because apparently it's like borderline quite dangerous so i've ordered a fancy one from banggood.com reputable website um so i'm very very excited about battery charger turning You've... up in the house but with, i mean um yeah i would be well excited about this sort of stuff Mate, but yeah we so ain't got the room fun. i mean james i was wondering this in the week actually did you you must have picked up that mario kart thing I didn't know because we haven't got the room for it either. It was oh, cheap, right. actually. I saw it this week. It was... Yeah, it was like 45 quid. Really? Yeah. It did really well then, yeah. Uh, what's that? I said oh, it did really well then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've gone away of the old labo. I mean, when was the last time you got it all out? Uh, yeah, it's been... You're talking about the labo. <laughs> been a couple of months <laughs> for the, the Mario Kart stuff. But then we've got like... You know, we've I've bought like other RC cars since, like really tiny ones for me. Nice yeah, to race like around. Proper so. ones, yeah. yeah but yeah. like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's still a pretty cool toy. Yeah. Like, I'm not um, slagging it off, but fucking yeah, I think is. If fucking that drops is down to like twenty quid, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm all over that. Yeah. When you see it in the works, yeah. by the end of the year, <laughs> one of those bins, then you know you're in trouble. Uh, um, yep. But yeah, I mean, yeah, RC cars are fucking good fun, man. I mean, obviously, yeah, like we've got the tiny ones to just sort of, you know, r- like drive around in the house. But no, like my actual one, I wouldn't use indoors because it would fuck the walls up, probably. Um, but yeah, I keep. I, I see most of them come with cameras on them now, right? Uh, some of them do. Yeah, they should fucking should, shouldn't they? Yeah, and get like VR ones and stuff. So you just get like, you oh, know, like the nice. like the racing drones where you have the little first person headset you put on. There's yeah, there's those, but for. RC cars as well. You, did you see the Man City thing that they put out? Yeah, with it's drone? absolutely class. No, yeah. no, have you this? seen that? No, no, what was this? Oh, you'd love it. You'd love it. Well, no, Sean, have you seen that other video that went viral about going through like the bowling, oh, God, the bowling yes. alley in the restaurant? And as a uh, as a licensed drone operator, it made me feel fucking sick watching that. <laughs> Just, yeah, it's like, basically that, but it's <laughs> the exact same kind of thing. But they <laughs> do it through like the, the Man City Etihad Stadium. Oh, it, it's fantastic. It's like so compelling to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's, yeah, really impressive. Um, Maria Mendieta. I should point out that James has been deleting. I've caught him deleting more. I deleted one. I deleted one email. Ooh, okay. Which one was it? I want you to admit to whoever sent it in whose question you deleted. Yeah, who did you delete? Yeah, admit it and then apologise. No, I'm not doing that. It's ridiculous. Go on. What happens okay. if I press the undo button? Does that undo what James well, did? Yeah, you... Of course it will, yeah. No, it doesn't. It only undoes my last. Actions really? well, we'll never know. We'll never know. It's okay, so, let's get on to Maria Mendieta. Maria Mendieta says, Dear TCGS Com Detective Club, on a 1997 episode nice. of Games Master, a Virtua Cop 2 expert mentioned that he aspired to become a journalist. Having shooting skills for that job made no sense to me at the time until years later I realised he'd become a games journalist. Are there any games or related skills which have helped you in some small way with your, within your professional careers, i.e., typing of the dead? <laughs> Um, Don't we know this game to journalists in a roundabout way? I remember oh, speaking it? to someone and going, oh, you know such and such. Yeah. It was the guy that did the two um, virtual cop machines. Oh, shit. Oh, I don't know. Or maybe it was John. 
No, not it wasn't. Jo- like it wasn't actually <laughs> John Wick. Like that seven many. years old, eighteen notes for a cop Um No, I don't know. Um, I mean, in terms of, uh, I mean, uh, linking nicely back to the previous question. So I do some drone stuff for work now, um, and not that it's the same, but I do think a lifetime wasted playing twin stick computer games does sort of help when you pilot in a drone around. Yeah, I'd say so. But, this is what my friend said. Um, he it was so weird. My mate Mark, who I well, was my flatmate for a long time, we worked together, and um, he uh, one day was sitting at his computer at his job and went, "Oh, fucking sick of this! I'm sick of this job. I'm going to become a pilot." And everyone took the piss out of him, and now he's a pilot. Right? <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> He what said loser. that when he was taking his first um, flying lessons, they said, you always know which ones have played video games and which ones haven't. Really? Because they're just way more gentle with the controls. Like, I thought you were going to say, they're just like they taking the piss. Like, where's the turbo boosters? Fucking... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, so I just pulled this, do I? Well, no. But yeah, it's like, a, a little, I know, little bit gentle, I've said this before, like driving in real life is nothing like driving in a game. But if nope. you again, if you spent a lifetime, you know, sort of controlling yeah. things with a, like an abstract series of buttons and fucking, you know whatever, I think when it you're does driving help. down a motorway and you're seeing one of those car carrier things with it down with no cars on it, and you think yeah. ramp, <laughs> ramp. <laughs> well, I've said this definitely loads in the past. But I've always thought, you know, if um, if I ever went into a skid, you know, on snow or ice, you know, I know I'd have to turn into it. Yeah, but just, do, do you know in that moment that's the thing uh, that I'm worried about? Because I've had the same fault. Because I, I think uh, if yeah, I skid out, like I know what I'm doing. Natural, wouldn't it, at that point? I think I'd be too just busy. In- instinct takes over. You know. Exactly, yeah. But once wheels. you control the car, are you going to be reaching for the share button? That's the question. <laughs> Matt, you you have you you know, like you've you've calmed down the skids the kid you're not skidding anymore. No, I'm I'm going around the track. I'm I'm still going. Yeah, if the car went on two wheels, I know to turn into it rather than turn the other way. <laughs> yeah, these are these are skills GTA taught me. Yep. <laughs> MD Kriboff. Uh nothing oh, no, nothing that helped me with my work though. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, absolutely nothing. nothing that regard. MD Kraboff said, I've just picked up Splatoon 2 and Paper Mario for 20 quid. I feel like I robbed them. What is your best games bargain? Oh, I, I mean, I've said this a lot. We've been asked this a few times, but I do it. Oh, £2.99 for Mass Effect 2 plus the, all the DLC. <laughs> well, not, not all the DLC. You know, the, the unlock stuff. Yeah. You know, you, there was a code in it. It was like a replacement for the online pass. Do you remember online oh, yeah, passes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where they're like, here's the game, but oh, here's yeah. a code to play it online. Yeah, the good old you put days. Put second hand, fuck it, <laughs> give us 15 quid. Like, that was. That yeah. was bad, um, wasn't it? That was mad, actually, I think, back yeah, then. Yeah, that they, yeah. They, they tried, tried to get away with it. I think it was one yeah. of those things that we all knew was shit, but it was kind of like, well, they're going to get away with it because what choice do we have? And actually, seemingly, I, I reckon it probably secretly turned out it just wasn't particularly worth doing because if enough people were either paying up or it was encouraging enough people to buy new games rather than second hand. I reckon they just they would have just carried on. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um but this was EA. This was it was yeah. it the Cerberus Pass, I think it was yeah. called. Yeah. Something like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, so I I went online and they were doing this weird deal where it was like two ninety nine for Mass Effect two and it hadn't been out like this is before Mass Effect three come out. Mm-hmm. Um 
so I bought it and it turned up and I thought, ah, oh, it's not going to have the code in it for this stuff that actually completes the game. Mm. But I'll type it in anyway, and it fucking worked. And I was like, <laughs> get in. Amazing. So yeah, that was that was, and I went on thinking that was one of the best games I've ever played. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was my that's my story. See, the only thing I can think of for this is all the PS4 games that I picked up at the end of the cycle where they were all just really cheap. Mm. And um, yeah, I felt really good about that because I had a lot of fun with a lot of those games and it didn't cost me very much, which was great. By cheap, do you mean sub 70 quid? I mean, yeah, like sub, well, sub 10 quid mostly, which yeah. was quite nice. Okay. But it's still a bargain. Still a bargain. Um, I don't remember like, my, my biggest bargain, but my most, my, my, my most memorable bargain is when I... I eventually picked up an Xbox One because there's some crazy deal in Tesco that I, I saw on Hot UK deals and people saying, you know, if you bought if you buy a deal and bring someone else to the till, it gets ringed up at something it's something crazy cheap. So yeah. I bombed over and like bought the Xbox and I think it came with like Alien Isolation and some other games which I all sold to make it even cheaper. Oh, lo- lovely old job. I love the, Not- the mispricing of that. I remember when the uh, when the One X came out and it was being sold by for 150 pounds in Asda's. And I went to my local Asda and I asked if they had, because it was a specific bundle. I think they were supposed to knock it down by a certain amount, like from yeah, the retail price. That. But but it ended up being put up for £150. And um, yeah, I went to the Asda and they were like, did you just call in? I was like, no. And they went, everyone's talking. They all want this new <laughs> console. I don't know why. And I was like, have you got it? Um, but they went out back and they didn't have it. I was absolutely guided. In the it- end, actually, I... Just, got it for even cheaper because the game did that stupid deal where you traded your old Xbox One in and yeah, then got, yeah, yeah. got it for dead cheap. Do you remember? They wiped my hard drive and the, the listeners on Twitter started having a go at game and then they suddenly contacted me and went, oh, no, we will do it. <laughs> uh, that's That was good. Yeah, uh, Very good. few things beat those kind of... Kind of- uh, fuck ups uh, uh, well, yeah and like the adrenaline you feel until you're like hey, do you have a <laughs> thing oh yeah I'll yeah. check like, oh my god they've got it they've fucking got it thing is though like, I can't like, believe like, it because, as useful as hot UK deals is they've sort of ruined a lot of these haven't they because it just Absolutely means as soon right, as something yeah. like this is discovered like thousands of people know about it immediately so yeah. these things just get flagged yeah but up where, how did you so know quickly. about it before then uh, it's been through smaller forums, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like smaller yeah, forums. It wasn't forums, like wasn't it? Yeah, it got right. posted and then somebody bought like 200,000 of them and put them all on eBay. You know, yeah. it's <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah, I that, think that my Xbox deal, I think money. I found that out on Walmart. I think that was in like the bargain section in Walmart. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Um, I don't know if that was the Hot UK deals thing, but it obviously would have made its way there anyway. Yeah. Um, my best gaming bargain was when someone discovered that you could buy House of the Dead Overkill for less in HMV and sell it for more to GameStation. (laughs) (laughs) Made a bit of profit on a few copies of House of the Dead Overkill. Um, Profit on that. Lovely bit of arbitrage. (laughs) Kurt Lewin, last one. He says, hi chaps, two scenarios. (laughs) We'll do do one, then do the answer, and then I'll read the other one out. Uh, First one is, you're on the bus and someone in front of you gets their phone out and you can see they're listening to TCGS. Do you say hello to them? Absolutely not. No. Um, yeah, that's a no, isn't it? Because, I mean, yeah, if, if only because, yeah, they'll have the fucking headphones on, you have to be like a tap on the shoulder, which no one likes, especially when they're wearing yeah. headphones. It would just be too weird. What, what would you, do? you say to be like, you're listening you to go, me? I see, yeah, I see you're a fan. Well, here I am. <laughs> 
isn't this? Oh, no, they'll, be like, more of a, they'll be like, I'm more of a Matt Murray guy, to be <laughs> honest, mate. So. <laughs> I'd probably go on next stop, yeah. We're all saying, oh, yeah, we just want to be polite. You know, it would be inconvenient for them, for us to just get in their space like that. And that's like, I want to avoid them at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> I no, because how awkward is it going to be when they turn around? You're like, they're not, because they might not turn around, Matt. I didn't want to leave They might up not to know chance. what you look like. <laughs> that's I'm the point. Do, do, do most listeners know what we look like? I mean, I know we're on the website and stuff, and we're you know, on Twitter, but they might. Be loads of people who still would, have no I idea. I would say there's a large portion of the, in, the internet that doesn't know what we look like. Yeah. Uh, the internet, the internet, <laughs> and our listeners, worldwide population. Well, yeah, no, I would say a lot of all, don't know what we pretty look like. good looking. Um, oh, I disagree. <laughs> yeah, usually high five. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so that's a yeah, unanimous I would, no. Uh, I would jump out of the back window, or okay. if it was yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> jump out of jump out the window. If it was on a bus, if it was on a train, I would. Um, smash like that, that red thing and just say look which really is like that time those girls came over and spoke to us in that bar exactly, no, exactly. <laughs> I was thinking that exactly the same yeah just get out of there whatever it is just get out of there god I don't know what was it were they actually flirting with you or something or no they're just, oh they're just being no, nice we were just chatting oh, okay. just being nervous. nice and that's still and then Matt I mean, it was weird because he said I'm going to the toilet and then he, he texted us and then we, we got to go we got to go yeah. <laughs> we got messages didn't we like say come and meet me come and meet me and then we got to go well, that was a weird time. But I yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Just thought, no, I don't, I don't, want, don't want to be here like this. This is, no, I, no. Very uncomfortable. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Uh, second scenario from Kurt is, uh, it says, you might not want to start talking to them on the bus full of people. As the other people have nothing to do with it, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what if you spotted someone in the supermarket wearing a TCGS hoodie? Would you say hello? Oh, actually, probably I would then. Yeah. In that situation. Yeah. yeah. I still wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, I think even I'm more likely to do that. Oh, there you go. Yeah, even, I'm even more likely to go, hey! Yeah, yeah. And TCGS. Then, and then going, yeah, sorry, yeah, who yeah, are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just go, David Tunu. There is a risk. Oh, that reminds me of that situation at EGX where I saw someone with this shirt on. Yeah. And I went, hey! And then we completely misheard each other and I just thought, oh my God. As my eyes just gone crazy, and that's not actually a TCGS T-shirt. And I'm like, bite. <laughs> and it it's turns actually out Paul it was. Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's actually a Paul Smith suit. I will say that listener I spoke to at the um, at the meet after, and they were wonderful. And it was completely my fault. So you know, let's clear that up. But yeah, I had a meltdown <laughs> doing that. Imagine, yeah, imagine if, I, that. if I saw someone but, and I sort of went like, "Hey, uh, thanks for letting us be natural, mate." And they were like, "Sorry, what?" What? That, oh, did you not? Did you listen in 2019? No, I, when Dave left, I just sort of didn't. <laughs> didn't listen you, for a bit. Are you trying to say sorry, mate? Are you trying to say thanks for living it? Is that <laughs> what you're trying to say? Because like, you've got your own catchphrase wrong from your own show. You know? probably say, well, I don't know what you mean. I've got their guy's t-shirt in a charity shop. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh no, sir! Oh, you're not that man from that. Name, name three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> You're not that horrible little man from that podcast, are you? Ah, too many questions. Yeah, too many. <laughs> oh, what, what's your name? Do the door. No, pathetic. All right, that's it. that's it. Come on, Matt. Let's do that's the it. socials. That's it. So this Friday, James and I are going to finish It Takes Two. Now, D- Dave, are we what? 20 minutes from the end? No, honestly, you're right near the end, so you might as well Christ. combine this with your mini game stream. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Okay, well, um, we, 
But what? What? But there's loads of mini games we haven't unlocked, which we wanted to like go and. I know, play but and... okay. Well, maybe, maybe should, no, well, James. Maybe we should do it in a week. I'll f- we'll figure something James? out. We'll figure something out. Okay, cool. Either way, it takes two finale. We're definitely going to finish it this Friday at nine. Um, and if you've got Amazon Prime, you've got Twitch Prime Gaming, and with that, you get one free sub every single month. Please go over to our channel. Search for TCGSCO on Twitch and give us your free sub. We massively appreciate it. Rules on Patreon, patreon.com slash TCGS. In fact, today, um, this is non-Patreon content, but for everyone, you can watch our Patreon thing from last month, which is where we talk over old gaming news reports. Um, that was a very good one. But if you are a couple Patreon of surprises in there, isn't there? Yeah. A couple of little surprises. Well, but you are, if you are a patron a subscriber, you can watch this month's one before it goes live everywhere else, which is us watching the I mean, you absolutely factor. need to watch that. I mean, and seriously. That has a moment, let me tell this you. This month's one with Crypto Factor. I mean, it was, <laughs> I thought it was good throughout the whole thing, but that yeah. one particular moment was someone turned around and said they watched it. It was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. So uh, it's good. That's not me saying it for a Guilty. change. That's a real person yeah. saying it. Um, and tcgs.co is the website for everything else. Cool. Thanks for living it. It's uh, it's been a fun show this week. Sorry, I shouldn't be reviewing our own show like that, should I? But that's <laughs> what. I'm you know what? This one was um, actually quite good. <laughs> <laughs> if you agree, leave us a review on iTunes. Haven't done that for a while, have we? Yeah, yeah. Really, leave a review on iTunes and tell a friend. It's the only way we yeah. we get about. All right. Yeah, yeah. Tell seriously, seriously, tell a friend. And please, if you didn't please. like it, get in touch with what was he? Well, fucking knob knob sock. Oh, knob sock. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> we'll catch you next week I mean, take it easy everyone oh, no, he said isn't going to be listened to the show but if they were listening to it they would be livid right yeah. now yeah yeah furious furious Roasted. Yeah, looking forward to the next interaction with that particular <laughs> listener see you later goodbye everyone Good night. goodbye love you All All right, right. goodbye